Presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank, with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Element Waco Hotel, Jim Turner Chevrolet, Marineland Boating Center, Schmalch's Sandwich Shop, The Baylor Club, Witt Building Supplies, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. Oh, it's Matt Mosley. And as if we needed anything else, we've got a, a World Series parade that's right as we speak, culminating into speeches out from Arlington. I uh, had I was kind of on the fence. I kind of wanted to go just be in the middle of that, but uh, I also was thinking I was going to have to do three hours from a cell phone out in the middle of like 500,000 people because there was no getting out of there quickly. So I didn't know exactly how to. I think we could have done it, but I was I decided not to attempt it. But what a uh, what a wild scene. They expected about 250,000 people for the parade in Arlington for the uh, Rangers uh, World Championship Parade, and, and they're now estimating that there's quite a bit more than that, that maybe it's even somewhere in the 400,000 people. Uh, you know, it had a fairly uh, uh, long parade route. I say not that long, but kind of around the ballparks and all of that. And so it's hard to really estimate exactly how many folks were out there. But a big, a huge crowd. And then as Chuck Morgan, the longtime PA voice, was the uh, master, the uh, MC of the event. And, boy, everybody's crowded in there. And it's enormous crowd going as we speak. We uh, Let's go live, thanks to Bally's and our friends there, that's um, uh, just Bruce Bochy just took the podium uh, at the um, at the uh, parade. Let's uh, let's check in and see. We heard from Ray Davis earlier. Heard from the mayor of Arlington. Let's check in and see what uh, Bruce Bochy had to say just moments ago. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. How sweet it is, huh? How sweet it is. party. I love it. Love it. Love it. I got to start with CY, though, first of all. I can't thank him enough for picking up the phone about this time last year and giving me a call. Never my wildest dream I'd think I'd be here, but here I am. With CY's leadership, his vision, his commitment to getting these world-class, talented players to make this 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 dream become a reality so i can't thank him enough uh, ray davis he gave us the tools to get this done he, he provided everything we needed so ray thank you R- a real quick story about ray he you know he had a vision too and he wanted you know bring winning baseball to you but he mentioned this uh, he had this saying you know i i I, I, I wanted to put something on the wall here. I, I need something on the wall. Well, Ray, I couldn't be happier for you. You got it. He called it a skin on the wall, so good. Thank you. And to you fans, real quick, I see why I touch on it. I'm going to add a little bit. Uh, don't, 
Don't ever think you don't play a role in this. You do, trust me. These guys uh, feed off you. We heard you in Tampa. We heard you in Baltimore. Uh, we heard you in Houston. And we can hear and fear, feel you in Arizona. We play for you guys. You're the reason we do this. So thank you very much. Thank you. To the coaching staff, I got to talk about them a second because incredible job they did. I mean, they worked so hard. I mean, they're they're smart, they're dedicated, and, and and they just wanted to have these guys prepared for the moment. And I tell you, they were relentless with their work. So I want to thank all the coaching staff for the work they did. Thank you. Okay. Now I got to turn to these band of brothers here. You know, last 36 hours, you know, I've been asked, hey, does this ever get old? It doesn't get old, trust me, no. Not when you get to watch these guys with their deep determination, their resilience, and the heart that brought them together and play as one to do what they did. These guys put aside their individual action to become collective power to win a world championship here with the Texas Rangers for the first time in our franchise. So I'd like to thank them. You know, and I tell you, years from now, I, I, I'm gonna think about this moment and I'm gonna cherish the time that I had to spend with them. You know, we talked about spring training. We're going to do something special. But, fellas, we did something special here together. Thank you. I can't thank them enough. The last thing I went in on, my granddaughter Maddie was on. She's on the parade. We're done with the parade. She goes, Papa, I'm going to do that again. I'm with her. I want to do this again. Let's go. <laughs> that's pretty awesome yeah i would say and uh it was uh uh really cool to hear from boach there and aaron and i might feature a few more of these things uh as we speak because this is uh this is going on as we open our show today uh in fact Corey seager was just interviewed aaron i just sent you uh um, because I couldn't figure something else out, but uh, I just uh, texted you the, uh, uh, the, the Garcia, Adolis Garcia. I couldn't hear it, but it appears that they had a, a translator. So, again, we can, we can bring some of these to you throughout the day. Uh, a lot of fun. And uh, Bochy saying at the end, you know, let's do this again. That's always kind of fun. And you, you, you hope that, Bochy doesn't come back and go, well, won a World Series, let's go back into retirement. And it certainly doesn't sound like that is the case. And you want to build on it. You want to keep the window open as long as possible. Some point next season, you might get DeGrom back. You're going to get a healthy Scherzer back in the rotation. Ovaldi's back. Um, I, I think... Montgomery actually has another year. I'd have to look again at that. Now he's a free um, agent. Oh, Scherzer's got okay. one more year. Scherzer has one more year. I mean, I I think obviously with what Jordan Montgomery did, he's going to be a 
huge. I mean, he can really name his price out there, but if there's any kind of hometown-type discount to be had, I would hope Jordan might be open to that. And by the way, this place, uh, they will pay immense dollars when it comes to all that. So uh, it may not even need to be a hometown discount. But uh, you've got Adolis talking. Uh, you've got, uh, uh, I mean, just so much going on out there. And I was just looking at uh, uh, Seeger. Um I mean, this is this is just really fun stuff that's going out there. And I got to say, the uh, coverage has been really cool because these are not easy things to do. John Morris and and Lori, they've uh, you know they've anchored parades before, and you got to fill a lot of time. And this thing lasted golly two or three hours. I mean, parades started at twelve fifteen. We're working on three hours of a parade. Finally, have some some actual things going on, but uh, Leslie McCaslin and the whole gang, uh, David Murphy, the former Baylor great, Mark McLemore, the Minister of Defense, the Doctor of Defense, um, and uh, many others like John Radigan, Steve Bouchelle, they just basically filled, and all the local news was doing that as well, filled about three or four hours with all of this. So, um, man, this is this is a lot of fun. To watch it all happen, to watch the parade, to see the excitement, and um, you know the uh, Chris Young also is uh, uh, his speech was just moments ago, and what an enormous role he played, and and what again adds depth to that is Chris Young having pitched at Highland Park, having grown up in the Dallas area. And then become the GM. He was a rising star with Major League Baseball in MLB, not only as a pitcher in the past, but then as a as an executive with MLB. And you kind of thought, well, who knows? Maybe this guy could be commissioner someday. And they went and hired him to take on the role of GM for the Rangers. And, of course, John Daniels helped put this team together too. But, boy, Chris Young came in. And, and kind of gave it a different look, had, maybe had a little different approach. Um, you know, he and John Daniels, both Ivy Leaguers, Chris Young having played at Princeton, but having pitched in the majors, you know, for a decade or so, did give him just a little bit more of a, I don't know, I, I, I just think it was the right time for a change. I think JD had a, a, a really nice long run, but it was kind of time for a new voice. And um, Chris Young has become that voice. And Ray Davis, I mean, I for all the criticism over the years, and oh man, did he do this or do that, and wasn't willing to do this. And, and uh, I'm a couple, about two years ago, he just, I mean, it just out of the blue. They went on this crazy spending spree, and it continued in this past offseason with DeGrom. And they're not shy about trading, as we saw with, uh, with, um, uh, and, and of course, those are deals that Chris Young did. But when it comes to finances, this team went from behaving a little bit more like a mid-market type size to a big market, huge, 
one of the biggest payrolls in Major League Baseball. That's not how this thing had been run. And so, again, Ray Davis, sometimes we say to, you know, Jerry Jones, hey, let the, let the football people, uh, let, let everybody else do it. Ray actually did that. Ray, for the most part, and it was funny what he said in today's speech, having taken over in 2010, in 2011, he thought this was easy that you just were supposed to go to the World Series every year. And then, of course, they, they go a long time without doing it, but they finally break through in 2023. And um, this is just – it's an amazing, amazing time for Rangers fans all throughout the state of Texas. And I know maybe not in Houston, but I think throughout much of the state, East Texas, Central Texas – probably even out into West Texas, um, I, I think uh, maybe even, I don't know, I don't know, what I'd have to think about, you know, South Texas may be a little bit of both, uh, probably maybe leaning toward the Astros, but uh, a, a ton of people excited for the Rangers. Okay, we have uh, a real treat for you today. It's a guy that we used to have on a lot talking Longhorns with, um, but... He can't do it anymore because he works for the University of Texas. But he made an exception today because he was a beat writer for the Dallas Morning News and covered Bob Knight up close and personal. And Bob Knight uh, passed away this week, and uh, we've been mourning him as one of the great coaches. Was he, was he flawed? Oh, absolutely. Was he one of the biggest bullies in the history of college athletics? Yes, he was. Was he one of the greatest coaches in the history of college athletics? Yes, he was. So uh, we're going to we got Brian Davis um, jumping on with me. He used to be with the Austin American Statesman, now with the University of Texas. That is next. This is ESPN Central Texas. It's almost fall. School has started. Pumpkin spice is everywhere. And football is finally back. The temperatures are dropping and you think you have escaped summer's dreaded effects on your foundation. Then you see it. Where did that crack come from? Wait, this door doesn't latch. Or why doesn't this window open? Most people don't realize the full effects of summer soil movement until September or October. And the fall season is typically the busiest time of the year for foundation repair. Do you want your home in tip-top shape for the holidays? Do you want the topic at Thanksgiving dinner to be that big crack in your wall? Then you better call the doctor. He'll craft the best solution for you and your home and get you back on the level in no time. Call us today at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. So for doors that are sticking and cracks in your walls, the Foundation Doctor will make a house call. Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Want to cover sports, news, try advertising, broadcasting? Well, the Baylor Department of Journalism, Public Relations, and New Media has the skills, knowledge, and opportunities you need to succeed in your next career. 
with five major concentrations and a nationally recognized student media program, whatever you need, we've got you covered. Start your degree today and make a difference. Check us out online and remember, for the best skills in the biz, with Baylor Journalism, Public Relations, and New Media, we've got you covered. Triple S Sports is your one stop for all your baseball and softball gear. They have the latest bats, gloves, balls, and equipment from names that you know and trust. Rawlings, Louisville Slugger, DeMarini, Wilson, Easton, Mizuno, Under Armour, and New Balance. Triple S Sports can also take care of your team uniform needs with their large selection of the latest sublimated apparel and custom caps. Ask about league and school special discounts. Stop by their warehouse in Waco or visit them at triplesports.com. Play ball. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. In the market for a new metal roof? Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal roofs that are impact, fire, and windstorm resistant and will lower your insurance considerably. Your roof will be figured correctly, and they offer a wide variety of panels and colors to make sure it looks sharp. Everyone wants to protect their hard-earned assets from harsh Texas weather, and a metal roof is the best way to protect your home. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan, and at Pioneer an exceptional experience and extraordinary results that's what you receive when you hire the attorneys at cherry johnson sigmund james law firm craig cherry ryan johnson mark sigmund and scott james are trial lawyers with 100 plus years of combined experience specializing in catastrophic personal injury and product defect cases as well as business disputes They have unmatched credentials, real-world experiences, and a passion to serve your legal needs. The lawyers at Cherry Johnson Sigmund James have obtained substantial settlements and over $2 billion in verdicts for their clients, due in no small part to their ingenuity and relentless tenacity. They also have knowledge in business, finance, and engineering. Learn more about Cherry Johnson Sigmund James at cjsjlaw.com. Their Waco office is on the ninth floor in Roosevelt Tower, 400 Austin Avenue. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. Now that football season is here and cooler weather is right around the corner, it's time to replace those old windows. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows and have been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy Star for eight consecutive years. They have financing options to fit any budget. That's any budget. Contact Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. And don't forget to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. It is uh, Matt Mosley, the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. And, uh, man, glad to be talking to Brian Davis, um, who is now, I mean, a longtime beat man on University of Texas at the Statesman, great writer there at the Dallas Morning News, and is now um, 
helping in crisis communications, senior manager, by the way, at the University of Texas at Austin. Brian, it's uh, it's fun to get to talk to you again. I've missed talking to you because you went over to the university side. But, man, today we're celebrating uh, Texas Rangers. Um, we got this World Series parade. I mean, you spent a lot of time in Arlington, Texas. You love a good parade. Did you get caught up in the, the Rangers mania? Have you been enjoying this uh, this run to the team's first world championship? Well, I mean, who doesn't love a parade, first off? I mean, come on, you know, right? <laughs> we all love it. Uh, you know, it's funny. I, I did get caught up in it because I, uh, I, I tweeted about this. You know, Rangers baseball was pretty much one of the first uh, pro sports that I really came about to know what it what it was right when I was little 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 B Davis growing up there in Forney you know in the heart of Kaufman County and so um, you know Jim Sunberg Buddy Bell Pete O'Brien Toby Hara uh, Tom Grieve all that you know those are all people that are like define my childhood and it was all narrated by Mark Holt and Ed Nadell pretty much and so. Yeah, I mean to see that to see them finally get over the get over the hump. Um, I can no longer dog cuss Nelly Cruz for that dog effort he gave chasing down the ball in right field um, during during that during that game. Um, that's now that's now gone, and so it's nothing but nothing but sunshine and roses for ye old Rangers. <laughs> Well, it is fun. I'm trying to imagine um, a little B. B. Davis um, there in 40. <laughs> that would have been right down the road from where I grew up in Kaufman. I've That's known right. you as kind of big Brian Davis, man who had set a pick. We had some good times out on the basketball court in the past. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I uh, – and, and by the way, are you uh, – this, this whole – this new gig – I mean, you, it is interesting because you deal with breaking news probably still, but you do it from a different side. You've got to kind of handle, okay, how do we kind of handle and, and you strategize how to respond to some of these things as a university. Has it been, like, fun? Has it been a difficult transition? What do you miss sometimes, you know, out there trying to – I bet you don't miss those, like, three in the morning – a player got arrested or, or in, well, yeah, not to bring up a bad subject, but a coach gets arrested. I bet you don't miss some of that, right? <laughs> well, believe it or not, there's still a call at three in the morning, no matter which <laughs> side of the fence you're on. <laughs> right. You know, like, like I, I like to tell people, um, yeah. I'm, I'm an arsonist who became a firefighter, right? That's, that's really what Interesting. it, that's really what it boils down to. Um, no, it's been fascinating. You know, a lot a lot of folks ask me how was the transition. Did, did you miss sports and all that? And you know, and I'd be lying. The first few months I did, but I'm over a year now into this new new role, and we have a lot of things going on. It, you know, University of Texas obviously is a it's a small city of seventy five thousand people. You know, showing up every single day, fifty three thousand students, um, and the rest are administrative faculty and staff. And Matt, you would be surprised. You, you might be surprised. We've got some people on campus who like to cause mischief, right? <laughs> that might surprise you. We've got some people who who like to stir up trouble. Oh my goodness, I cannot even imagine that. It just and I and I like the city, the small. I've never thought of University of Texas 
is like a small town. I, you know, I, I, uh, but I like, I like where you're going with that. Now, Bob Knight passing away, boy, you talk about bringing back memories that had to, uh, a lot of things came flooding back to you. You were on that beat. I remember when we were both at the Dallas Morning News and you moved out to Lubbock. And I got to say, I'm thinking, what in the world is Brian doing? I mean, this is and it was a it was a good opportunity in a lot of ways to get on a a major beat. And and Bob Knight became his own like huge beat. Uh, And of course, then Leach was a huge thing out there as well. But it was really the thought was to send a writer out there to be there with Bob Knight and to cover him, cover his program. And you, you, I mean, that, that, that had to be, it was a big challenge, a fascinating time, but what was your, your thought when the, when the passing of Bob Knight? Um, I'm, I'm just sure you had a lot of memories come flooding back, but overall you knew you were around this huge icon almost on a daily basis. Um, and you knew it at yeah. the time. I bet that was the first time you got around Bob Knight. Was that just surreal to be at a press conference asking Bob Knight questions? Well, I'll tell you the very first time that I met him um, was at the uh, the barbecue place that's there in, in downtown Dallas where we have all these giant events, that giant banquet hall. The name escapes me at the moment. Eddie Dean. Eddie Dean. Eddie Dean. There yeah. you go. Eddie Dean. And uh, – Texas Tech had a big alumni event, and this was basically Bob's introduction to all the Dallas, Texas Tech folks. And so I had gone. Um, I had just been named the you know Texas Tech writer. And people, you know, people nowadays can't really fathom this, but at that time, you know, Texas Tech had always had Daryl Richards, who flew back and forth from Dallas to, to Lubbock and all that. And um, but but Texas Tech had never had a person living in Lubbock. From yeah. the Dallas Morning News covering them, like they did A and M in Texas, and so Tex thought this was an unbelievably huge thing, and and um, I'll never forget Gerald Myers, the athletic director. Uh, then, um, you know, he, he says, "Well, you know, come to this event, meet you, you can meet Coach and everything." Yeah, okay, great. So uh, I walk up to him, and I'll never forget this. I, I said, "Hey, Coach, I'm, um, I'm Brian Davis. I'm the new Texas Tech beat writer." Uh, for the Dallas Morning News. Are you any good? And I said, well, I, I'd like to th- I said, I'd like to think so, or they, or they wouldn't have put me on your beat. No, 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 that's not what I asked you. Are you any good? And I said, I said yeah, I, I think so. He goes, well, I'll be the judge of that. And turns around and walks off. And, and, we, and we were off and running. And so... Um, I mean, I could regale you with a, with incredible stories of getting yelled at, uh, you know, at a at a volume ten where he ripped the knob off and just let me have it in his office. Uh, but that was just part of the deal. I would say that over time, um, I truly believe that I came to earn his respect uh, because he he genuinely respected those who sort of stood up to him, right? Mm, um, mm, the people yeah. that could not or would not stand up to him or coward in him or coward to him, you know, sometimes he would run them over and that that's just, that's just who he was. And so he was just that type of personality. And um, for me, I liked it. I, I liked sparring, you know, back and forth. And, and the reason how I knew, um, well, there were a couple different things, a whole, a whole series of things, but, 
But when I stopped covering the beat, um, I ran into him at, at a Big 12 media day the following year, and I walked up to him, and he looked at me, and he says, well, hello, Brian, how are you doing? And I'm just telling you, for a reporter, he does not use your name, okay? And for and for him to call me by my name, that's when I, I that was really the final point where I like, yeah, this me and this me and this guy are fine. Me and this guy are all right. So, but we we ate dinner. We ate well. It wasn't dinner. We ate breakfast in Love Field one time. We were both waiting on planes, and he goes, "Come on, let's go eat." So okay. So remember, remember the old Phillies and the old Love Field where it was right there on the corner of where yeah. you turned to walk down to the gates. So yeah. Knight and I are sitting. Knight and I are sitting there. Coach and I are sitting there, and and uh, some person runs up to us. And, Yo, Coach, my my husband is, loves you so much. Can can he get an autograph? Well, you know, I don't really have a pen. I said, I said, hey, Coach, here you go, here you go, here's a pen, here's a pen. Oh, okay, okay, all right. Who do I make it out to? Blah 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 blah. blah. Okay, all right. Thank you. Have a have a nice day. Five minutes later, another person walks up to us and he says, Oh, Coach, you're the best. I just love you so much. Blah blah blah. Can I can I get an autograph? He says, you know, I don't. He says, I don't. You know, I don't have a pen. I don't have a pen. And I said, oh, hey, hey, coach, here you go. Here's a pen. Here's a pen. Oh, okay, okay, fine. You know, two, whoever, blah, 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 blah. And those, and then the second group walks off, and he looks at me. He goes, Brian, I've got a pen. I don't need a pen. I don't want to do this right now. Okay. <laughs> okay, coach. Sorry. <laughs> I did not know. We're not. We're not doing autographs right now. Okay. My my apologies. My problem. So, you know, it's just, it's just a deal. It's just a thing. You know, he he. Uh, I, I saw a lot of the the re- people talking about it on Twitter and everything else. You cannot deny his basketball mind um, and how he thought of the game, uh, what he tried to teach me as a young reporter, and what was important about college basketball and what wasn't. Um. And some of those things have set with me. They set with me for 20 years of journalism, for sure. Um, but just just a fascinating character. And so, like I, I posted on Twitter, you know, my condolences to his wife Karen, uh, Pat, and his sons Pat and Tim, because uh, you know it's a very unique family. Yeah, I was just watching that Steve Alford, Bob Knight. I'd kind of forgotten about that interview. Poor Frashilla. Wow, you talk about tiptoeing into something and just getting lit up. Um, and he could do that to people. Now, the one where he turned the volume all the way up, was. do you remember? I'm sure you remember it. Which one? Like, what, <laughs> Which one? Well, yeah. like, yeah, what, what, was the, what was the angriest he was with you? And, and what, was, what, what bothered him the most? Is it when, I mean, obviously you were out there trying to break news, trying to report things, but, like, what did – I mean, and and there were probably times when you tried to go to him for a comment on something, and maybe you know, I don't, I wouldn't think he's the easiest guy to reach. Like, what irritated Bob Knight the most in in a in a beat writer? Because uh, I I, w- I would I would think, yeah, I mean, I can imagine there are different routes you could have gone, but does one stand out to you uh, particularly? Well, I mean, the the most he the, the angriest he ever got at me was in, involving Alford. Believe it or not, it, it was around, it was around that that Iowa Texas Tech game that they played in Dallas. Okay, um, I I went into the coaches. I went into the to the 
locker room into the coach's office, and everybody was in there. Chris Beard, Les Furtick, Pat Knight, the whole – all of – everyone was in there. Everyone was pin drop silent watching film because like, that's just how it was. And uh, <laughs> how can I help you today? Well, Coach, I'm writing about Iowa. We've got the big Iowa game coming up. You know, what can you tell about Iowa? Well, they're a good team and da-da-da-da-da, and everything starts off normal, you know, normal back-and-forth Q&A. And I said, I said, you know, Coach, I know that there is a misperception out there about you and Steve. I know that what's out there is not true, and I know that you guys are really friends, and it's, it's, it's totally wrong, and I'd like to write about that. So what, you know, what could you, what do you think about your relationship with Steve and how it's evolved over the, over time? Well, you know, Brian, Steve is, was a mix, excellent basketball player and he did this and that, 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 <laughs> and then he just kind of stopped and paused and paused. I can't believe you were asking this. I cannot it's just going just berserk on me. He sees my tape recorder, and he says, how do you erase that? And I said, let me show you, Coach, right here. He, you know, he goes, it's erased, it's erased, Coach. He, he, he pulls the tape recorder, he takes out the batteries, and he throws it at me. Here, take this. And I said, Coach, it's fine. And of course, I'm writing all this down. And he's cussing at me and yelling at me. I'm getting all this chicken scratch down. And, and uh, some of those quotes made into the story, believe it or not. Um, but uh, but <laughs> he calms down. And he's like, uh, he's breathing hard. Uh, uh. And I said, Coach, can I ask you some more questions about Iowa? He goes, no, we're done. Have a nice day. <laughs> <laughs> I just went, okay, well, I'm out of here. <laughs> and that's my time, right? So it was just, oh, my gosh. So it's just it's just funny how Indiana topics and, and uh, Steve Alford mm-hmm. and all those types of things, because uh, clearly, clearly, you know, Indiana means a lot to him, and, and, and Steve Alford means a lot to him. And um, uh, so so that was <laughs> – that was that was funny. And then there were other times too where I had to kind of talk him off the ledge about certain things. It's like, hey, it's going to be okay. Just, hey, no, I'm asking you about this. You know, it's a, yeah, you know, it's a calm down, calm down. It's okay. You know, right? So that's just I how saw. It works. You know, it's like it's like it's like you're handling uh, you're handling yeah. uh, you know plasma that's going to set off an atomic bomb. He's got to know how yeah. to handle it. He didn't mellow. Like a lot of people do. Now, maybe in his later, later days, or maybe at ESPN he did. But, um, you know, I, I he got mad at Scott Drew. You remember that? I don't know if you ever asked oh, him yeah. about that. But he he wouldn't, and he, and even in doing TV, he wouldn't mention his name. He did Baylor games. And, like, AC was his favorite player ever, basically. He loved AC for Baylor. And mm-hmm. to Musburger's credit, Musburger loved Scott. And would talk about, you know, Scott and how great the Drew family and, oh, man, this is awesome. And Bob, like, would not say Scott's name but over some, you know, dumb recruiting deal that had happened about the mm-hmm. McDonald's All-Americans. It went back to, I don't know, 2008 or 2009. But, boy, Bob, if you crossed him, he just, he, you know, oh, he had his principles. I mean, honestly, he yeah, he was a bully. He was brilliant in a lot of ways. He was all these things, right? We can't say, well, he was this and he was that, or he was all bad or all good. He was just, he was a complex, 
type guy. And uh, I, I can't he, imagine, he, like, being his kid or, like, being his wife. I mean, I'm, I'm yeah, sure. Yeah, I mean, well, he, there's, no, there's no doubt about it. I mean, compl- <laughs> a very complex, unique individual who came yeah. from a fascinating upbringing, um, you know, a military upbringing. He coached at West Point, obviously. Um, you know, and the, and the thing that I've always said is that it's just he's truly from another time, you know, when it was, it was different. It was just different. And, you know, if anyone tried to coach like that now, they'd be run out, you know. I mean, I, one of the most interesting comments I saw was that, you know, someone said, someone said Bob Knight was canceled before anyone knew what canceling really meant talking about his, his exit from Indiana. Yeah. And I, you know, and that, that's kind of right, you know? Um, yeah. What, what, what was that salad bar deal that happened out there in Lubbock? Didn't, wasn't there like some guy he didn't like, like an administrator and they were like at a, in a grocery store well, salad bar or something like that. Yeah. It was the chancellor at market street on 50th and 50th and Quaker. Yeah. I, I remember that very vividly. Um, I'll never, I'll, I'll tell, I'll tell you the story, how it was told to me through the eyes of Gerald, Gerald Myers, Gerald said that, that the chancellor, David Smith came up to him in the grocery store and said, you know, you know, you know, coach, uh, you know, coach Knight's been, been doing great here lately, great attitude teams doing really well. And, and, uh, you know, he's, he's really learned how to control his temper. And Gerald says to him. Well, why don't you go over there and tell him yourself? That oh, sounds no. great. Go tell him yourself. To which I said, Gerald, why did you, you're leading the lambs to slaughter? What are you doing? Right? <laughs> and so, so David Smith walks over tonight and talks about talks about coach. You're doing great. And you're glad to see you're controlling your attitude. Well, what the hell do you mean controlling my attitude? Blah blah blah. And and the whole concept of the salad bar fight. Was that, was that was that coach like slammed his tray down there and like his salad bowl kind of fell over right it wasn't like and I, I'll never forget I'll never forget this Matt because Dale Hansen had me on that night and I said well they were throwing lettuce and slipping on croutons and ranch was everywhere I'll, I'll, I said I said that on Channel Eight that night and the Hansons just laughing but but no they weren't they weren't throwing lettuce and tomatoes and croutons at each other it's just a little food spilled over and it became known as the salad bar food fight right so yeah yeah i you were out of town at one point or something or you were headed out there and i got sent in to ask him something about that tim knight whatever he was sell they were selling texas tech gear out in at Indiana, like on the Indiana right. campus or something, sure, and yeah, and that. something came up about that. There was some story, and maybe you were still out in Lubbock or something. And I had to go over to Eddie Dean, same place you were talking about, and and that was my only like interaction with him ever was to basically ask him about his sons, this this somewhat you know slight scandal that was happening or something and that was great and of course Myers as always was kind of the gatekeeper well Matt here he is if you want to ask him I I think Gerald secretly kind of just smiled and enjoyed watching these things happen um and he was he was in that role of bringing like Gene you know Gene Hackman in Hoosiers right his buddy that brought him to to coach um, after he'd run into whatever kind of trouble, that was Gerald for for Bob. 
I mean, they were great longtime friends, great friendship, and he was going to give Bob one last chance. Um, Absolutely. And, uh, and, and so um, Gerald and, and then, uh, yeah, all these characters are so interesting because occasionally I still see something from, like, Kent Hance, and I have to go, wait, now who who hates Kent Hance? I know Leach does. Did Bob hate Kent? Like I, <laughs> that's right. You have to cross reference your flip card. Yes. <laughs> Which one hates Kent Hans? Well, a lot of people probably, but Kent Kent's a fairly nice guy. It's just kind of interesting how all that stuff happens, all the politics. Well, listen, it was fun to visit with you. I just thought about you, and I even saw you in that video where Bob like had almost fell off the stage and he threw a chair yep. and he had a funny line about didn't, didn't it didn't go that far or whatever because obviously the famous chair incident that he was involved with and there you were there was there Brian Davis kind of standing up well yeah case he fell over backwards uh huh you were going to kind of go up there and catch Bob and uh, and yeah he just I mean wow what a fascinating character. And, and no matter what you thought of him, one of the greatest coaches ever in any sport. Without a doubt. From a Without winning a standpoint and all of that. Um, but, uh, Brian, I appreciate it. And um, I'll try to figure out other ways I can get you on, all right? Uh, I don't well, want to. Well, I, 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 yeah. listen, if, listen, when you're ready to devote a, a great chunk of, of your afternoon sports talk time to talking about new legislation and, and tenure and, and uh, you know, any sort of bills that are coming out of the house uh, under the rotunda there i'm happy to come on here and and, and ruin your ratings <laughs> i do enough of that on my own okay i don't need help i don't need help with that <laughs> thank you thank you brian appreciate it you bet brian davis my old friend from the dallas morning news days who works for the university of texas now in their president's office and heads up their crisis management and all of that Always funny, Aaron, when people, reporters are asked to, they've been trained to cause crisis, right? <laughs> and now he's like, maybe that, maybe we're the perfect people to understand how to clean it up because we're the ones usually kind of making a mess and that kind of thing. Uh, but now he's sort of a gatekeeper there at the University of Texas. All right, we got other, I don't know how this turned into a big Bob Knight show, but he is a legendary figure. And so we'll have another interview coming up here in a little bit. Uh, but next, let's do some blitz. Let's do some NFL headlines. Catch up on the Cowboys. This is Eagles week. My goodness, this is a huge game Sunday. Let's talk some Cowboys. We'll do it next. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at CentexSportsFan.com. To keep your energy costs low, seal your home or business with insulation from ProFoam Insulation. Whether you want spray foam insulation, retrofit insulation, blow-in insulation, or bat insulation, ProFoam Insulation is the team for the job. They can handle residential, commercial, and agricultural jobs. They're licensed and insured, offer free estimates, and lifetime warranties are also available. Family-owned and operated since 2017. ProFoam Insulation of Robinson, 254-640-1255, and ask for Matt. Baylor alumni are more than 160,000 strong. When we all join hands to support our university, we don't just move the needle, we move mountains. Working together, we create life-changing opportunities for students on the field, in the classroom, in the laboratory, and in life for generations to come. So get connected. 
Get involved. Learn how at baylor.edu slash alumni. Is buying a home on your wish list? Whether you are looking for your first home or your next home, an educated home buyer is the best home buyer. NeighborWorks Waco. Free home buyer education workshop walks you through the home buying process and answers your questions about everything from money management, understanding credit, obtaining a mortgage loan, and shopping for a home to protecting your investment. NeighborWorks Waco has assisted over 3,200 families in achieving their dreams of home ownership. Visit us at nw-waco.org and let us help you make home ownership a reality. I'm Kyle Tumulton, General Manager of Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota's ranked number one for the most reliable vehicles, with data compiled from more than 300,000 vehicles built between 2000 and 2022. If you're in search of a new vehicle, Jeff Hunter Toyota offers a full selection of new Toyota models, along with a vast inventory of pre-owned vehicles. Stop by and see me or any of our team members for a great car at a fair price. Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota quality, Waco values. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. They know steak at Logan's Roadhouse. Everyone will find an entree they love at Logan's Roadhouse, including wood grill steaks, fall off the bone ribs, pork chops, burgers, sandwiches, soups and salads, salmon and shrimp, and those famous made-from-scratch yeast rolls. Dine in the casual dining room or in the bar where you can enjoy a signature cocktail or ice-cold beer. Logan's Roadhouse in the Central Texas Marketplace, Waco. Open every day at 11 and until 11 p.m. Friday and Saturday nights. The importance of a good set of tires on your vehicle is key for safe and efficient travel. Texas weather can drastically affect the condition of your tires. Make sure your family is safe no matter what the conditions bring. At Kish's Complete Car Care Center, they carry and service all major tire brands. Yokohama, Michelin, Goodrich, and more. Let their team of seasoned professional service technicians service your vehicle today. Also, take advantage of their easy and efficient drive-up canopy and complimentary shuttle service to get you where you need to go until they get you rolling great again. Kish's Complete Car Care Service, where keeping you safe is their business. Kish's Complete Car Care Center, located at 5300 Franklin Avenue in Waco and CompleteCarCareCenter.com. Attention Baylor alumni near and far. Are you ready to reconnect, reminisce, and make a lasting impact? Look no further than the Baylor Line Foundation, your alumni partner for life. Whether you're a recent graduate or a seasoned alum, Baylor Line Foundation is the place to stay connected with fellow alumni through exciting events, networking opportunities, and exclusive access to Baylor stories. Rekindle old friendships and forge new ones while cheering on our beloved Bears. To find out more, visit thebaylorlinefoundation.com. Neighbor, I saw your license plate. Welcome to Texas. Oh, thanks. I'm going to need a bigger mower for this lawn. Seems like everything's bigger here. <laughs> it sure is. And we're saving up for a big pool. Well, then you're going to need a high-yield CD from EECU. They have a 5.5% APY on a nine-month CD. 5.5%? That is big. Yep, we've done our banking with EECU for years, and we opened a CD just last week. It was fast and easy to open online. Just call 800-333-9934 or go to eecu.org slash high-yield and open your CD in under five 
five minutes. Wow. What'd you call them? EECU? <laughs> That's right. They've been helping Texans grow their savings for over 85 years. You can't go wrong with EECU and a 5.5% APY, but hurry, go to EECU.org slash high yield today because it's a limited time offer. Thanks for the tip. Hey, uh, you don't know any good fishing spots, do you? Federally insured by NCUA. APY is annual percentage yield. $2,500 minimum deposit required from an external source. Membership requirements apply. For additional terms and conditions, call 800-333-9934. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. All right. We have uh, John Underwood, uh, former Big 12 associate commissioner, coming on. John can help us in a lot of areas, including, man, what it's like to put a schedule together. Wow. This football schedule, I, I don't know. I've reached out to Baylor. Reached out to Baylor a little bit. What do we think? What do we think? At least we get to play TCU every year. Some of these uh, rivalries kind of go by the wayside. Play them like three or four years. Aaron, is that a is that a true rivalry? If you like take a year off every four years, is that? I guess A and M and Texas took about twelve years off. They're they're back, but it's strange. But that so is. The fact that we're about to be conference mates with Dion, the Utes, Arizona, and Arizona State. Maybe we should not be that shocked. I do know, man, I saw some guys last night here in Iowa State, and K-State fans are mad that Farmageddon will end one of the longest-running rivalries in all of college football. All right, Aaron, what do you have for us in the NFL Blitz? Cowboys getting ready for their big showdown with the Eagles on Sunday. Final injury report. Shumay Doga and Tyron Smith both questionable for Sunday's game. Head coach Mike McCarthy today said that Smith participated in the team's mock game today and is projected to practice tomorrow. Didn't say whether that would be limited or full. All right, we need to see Tyron in a mock game. Uh, tomorrow is, is kind of you need to see a little something. Tomorrow, uh, Saturday before uh, is like a kind of a pre before you get on the plane. Little run through, little jog through, little practice. Something McCarthy likes to do. I think we'll know tomorrow kind of where Tyron is in this thing. Aaron, what'd you say, Chuma? What'd you say, Chuma? Situation is what they say about him. He's questionable as well. Questionable. All right. Well, you know, the fact that he's questionable is a good thing because that was uh, not looking great last week uh, with his injury out there at left tackle. And uh, they got to really scramble when those things happen. Let's hope Tyron Smith can go in South Philly as we all gather to watch the Cowboys and the Eagles. I mean, Aaron, this would usually, like, fill up our entire afternoon. A, a Philly Eagles matchup, and yet the Rangers parade. The Rangers, the Rangers have taken up all the airspace for good reason. They're the world champions. I mean, it's pretty awesome. All right, Aaron, what else do we have NFL-wise on the Blitz package? Browns quarterback Deshaun Watson will start Sunday against the Cardinals. Coach Kevin Stefanski announced today Watson has missed all but one quarter of the Browns' past four games due to a rotator cuff strain in his throwing shoulder. He was limited in practice Wednesday and Thursday 
but had a full practice today. All right. Um, that that will be that will be interesting to watch uh, as we think Watson may be uh, may be headed back. I did see also uh, that uh, Odell Beckham uh, and Gus Edwards have no injury designation for Sunday, and the Panthers have claimed a cornerback off waivers. Aaron, that's not, I am not going to stop down what I'm doing for that. Uh, Great news, by the way, what Aaron said about Tyron Smith. Don't miss that. He is questionable still for Sunday, but a return to practice does mean a lot. And then, Aaron, one more for you. Kyler Murray. Man, we hadn't talked about him in a while. Questionable. Questionable. Uh, for Sunday, it says last week Cardinals listed quarterback Kyler Murray is doubtful. Um, and then with Arizona taking on another AFC North opponent, things are a little different. Entering week nine, uh, and the Cardinals have listed Murray as questionable after he was a full participant in practice all week. Aaron, we basically said goodbye to Kyler Murray. Who knew? that there was a thought that he might be brought back. And uh, the team will decide whether or not Murray will start at some point tonight or tomorrow. If he's not activated, rookie fifth-round pick Clayton Toon, he of the University of Cougars who roll into Waco tomorrow. Aaron, let's not miss out on that. We got a Kali Baylor in Houston about to get it on. All right, lots to talk about. And a reminder that at 520 today, the great Eric Nadell, the voice of the Texas Rangers himself, will be joining the program. That's at 520. Yesterday we had Galloway. Man, we've had some good guests. All right, that is uh, all coming up uh, next. But next we have John Underwood. The longtime Big 12 executive, he is next. ESPN Central Texas is your home of the Texas Rangers. Hi, this is Eric Sakura at Sakura Family Ford with my favorite cousin, Clint Sakura. Thanks, Eric. You've seen us on our TV commercials over the years, but our dads are always doing the talking. Now it's finally our turn to invite you to come see us for your next vehicle. Wait, hold on, Eric. Do you think there's a reason that we only get to talk on the radio? Uh, probably because the grandkids are cuter on TV. <laughs> That's true. Take the Sakura exit in West and come see us at Sakura Family Ford, where our, our family, family makes, makes the, the difference. difference. Hey, Central Texas, next time you're ready for a weekend getaway or staycation, remember Element Waco Hotel. Element Waco Hotel offers its guests a superb combination of luxury and comfort. Uh, The rooms are big and spotless and feature an upscale modern look and feel. I should know I've stayed there. It is Matt Mosley, ESPN Central Texas. They have suites that are perfect for you to host a watch party for the upcoming big game. The Circa Kitchen serves fresh, modern, Mediterranean-inspired cuisine made with locally sourced ingredients. They have the local beer and organic wine cocktails open to the public seven days a week, 5 to 10 p.m., and then that heated outdoor pool and hot tub. Located 2200 North Robinson Drive, just off the famous Waco traffic circle, it is the Element Waco Hotel, and ask about our discounted rates for November and December. 
The Real Texas Gun Show is Saturday, November 11th and Sunday, November 12th at the Bell County Expo Center. The Real Texas Gun Show proud to be the place where small mom and pop vendors share the floor with large dealers that buy, sell, and trade firearms at the shows. The vendors are some of the most reputable in the state of Texas. Oftentimes, if they don't have it, they don't make it. The Real Texas Gun Show has more than just guns. You'll also find lots of ammo, hunting gear, collectibles, and much, much more. Head on down to the Real Texas Gun Show, November 11th, 9 to 5, and November 12th from 10 to 4 at the Bell County Expo Center. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. Now that football season is here and cooler weather is right around the corner, it's time to replace those old windows. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows and have been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy Star for eight consecutive years. They have financing options to fit any budget. That's any budget. Contact Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. And don't forget to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. Find sports news, streaming, and show podcast at SyntechSportsFan.com. I'm Joe Kaleo. Businesses are driven by vision and passion, and we share that drive. We aim to build a relationship with you to help ensure your financial plan matches your ambition. Together, let's bring your vision to life. Kaleo Wealth Management Group is a Central Texas team at UBS Financial Services, Inc., member FINRA SIPC. For our client relationship summary disclosures, please visit UBS.com slash relationship summary. Since 2001, Ross Insurance Agency has provided Central Texans with quality, reliable, and timely insurance services. An independent agency, Ross Insurance Agency writes personal, commercial, and life insurance policies, once for events, and also for long-term disability care. They believe values matter, and their relationships with clients span generations. They'll make sure you are covered. Ross Insurance Agency, 254-224-6430, and at rossinsuranceagencywaco.com. Want to celebrate the Bears' big win or watch every road game on big screen TVs? Sound up loud and Bear fans all around? The Buckle is where you need to be. With a location just off campus, within walking distance of the stadium, the Buckle is a perfect den for food and beverages. Open two hours before kickoff. And get ready for the Buckle's full restaurant, opening in China Spring real soon. Drop on by the Buckle, the place for Bears to be. Attention Baylor alumni near and far. Are you ready to reconnect, reminisce, and make a lasting impact? Look no further than the Baylor Line Foundation, your alumni partner for life. Whether you're a recent graduate or a seasoned alum, Baylor Line Foundation is the place to stay connected with fellow alumni through exciting events, networking opportunities, and exclusive access to Baylor stories. Rekindle old friendships and forge new ones while cheering on our beloved Bears. To find out more, visit the BaylorLineFoundation.com. 
Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they will also come to you for vehicle pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty at CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cnccollisioncenter.com, and find them on Facebook. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. It is Matt Mosley, the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. My longtime friend John Underwood joining us now. and. Um, John, it is uh, always a pleasure to catch up with you. We've had some sad news in the world of college basketball, but uh, John, the longtime associate commissioner uh, in charge of basketball in the Big 12, he was in charge of a lot of things. And, uh, boy, oversaw officials, all kinds of things that he had to, were under his purview. Uh, John, great to, great to have you on this, uh, this afternoon. Hope you're doing well. Matt, I uh, appreciate the opportunity to visit and uh, hope everybody's doing good. We lost one of the great coaching legends of all time, Robert Montgomery Knight. Uh, we share the same birthday, October 25th, and I've always called him on his birthday, and I called and left a message this year. Uh, but uh, great man, great coach, uh, so smart. Uh, well-read, and uh, had some interesting conversations in my time at the Big 12. Yeah, I bet. What Now, when was the first time you crossed paths with Bob Knight? You've been around college basketball. You played at A&M, obviously, and, and then uh, had, were coached. Uh, and then you became part of the Big 12, kind of the oh, early 2000s, as I recall. When, when was the first time you remember – uh, meeting Bob Knight? You know, when I was an assistant coach at the University of Oklahoma, 76 to 80, I met Coach Knight. Uh, uh, he, uh, one of his former coaches was a head coach, Coach Bliss. And uh, Bob came on several different occasions to watch our team practice. And, uh, uh, you know, when he uh, was at Tech and I was at the Big 12, I had a, you know, an early, uh, those early meetings helped me uh, bridge a little bit of the gap uh, as we uh, uh, maneuvered through the season when we would have uh, uh, issues that might come up. Uh, you know, I was thinking just of some of the things that one of the reasons why the Big 12 has the Big Monday slot, Matt, when we were in the Big 8, uh, the Big Ten played on Big Monday. And Bob Knight, at their coaches' meetings and the ADs, approved it. Uh, he, he just hated to have only one day of preparation, Saturday and Monday. And the Big Ten opted out of that Big Monday slot. And they called the Big Eight. And it took us about, as Tim Allen, who was the associate commissioner, has told me many times, it took him about one minute to say, look, I don't know 
but let us check. And that's how the Big 8 got Big Monday, and now it's a staple of college basketball for the Big 12. It's one of the most promotional uh, vehicles that the Big 12 has, being able uh, very few games on Monday night. And then Bob ended up calling a lot of those games, didn't he? When he got into broadcasting at ESPN, (laughs) it's interesting how it it, went full circle. It's funny. One of the first schedules we uh, made that we sent out, uh, I immediately got a call from Bob, and he he was disappointed that he had to play three out of the four big Mondays. And, And as soon as he said it, I knew what his background was, one day of preparation. But I said, Coach, you're the reason why we have it. Because you didn't like it at the Big Eight, I mean the Big Ten, and he <laughs> said, "Well, you've got a good memory. You're right." And then that was the end of that conversation. <laughs> what was he? Uh, what when he got to Tech? Like, how big a impact did he have on the conference? Just him arriving. He's such a towering figure. He's an imposing guy, anyway. And, and then just his record and everything that he brought with him. What was the uh, what was the kind of the immediate impact uh, as he uh, as he joined the conference? Well, uh, he had already been in the conference one year when when I joined in two thousand two and two thousand three. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bob, you know, as I would go to each of the other schools when Tech would go on the road, it'd be sold out because many of the people wanted to see Coach Knight and see how he coached his team. And and he was a little bit laid back. You know, He one of the things that really impressed me when I would go watch his team's practice is how much he would allow his assistants to, to maneuver and run the practices. Now, he would step in when he needed to. But so well organized, uh, so prepared. Uh, you know, he played man-to-man defense. He played the passing game. Uh, didn't run. I don't know how he would survive today, but I got a good feeling that he would probably be successful. Yeah, and, yeah. He just had a way about him, and uh, he was, I'm sure, extremely difficult to play for. But also, he could kind of motivate. I mean, and and you look at like the the people that have come off his tree. Some of them are way different than he was. Um. I, I just I've been looking at some of these videos, and again, I you do not want to be on the wrong end of one of his tirades. But boy, John, he was such a complicated individual because he was brilliant in so many ways. But I mean, I, I think I think most of us would say he also could bully people, you know, from time to time. And and I I just think you know he. Did he admire people that w- like like when you went back at him or whatever? When you people that stood up to him, um, I, I could see it kind of going either way in that front. What what was your experience yeah, well, in those situations? You know, it's interesting. I uh, uh, I never backed down from Coach Knight. Uh, now there were times that he would, you know, try to you know use his uh, uh, maneuverability or his intellect to try to. Uh, get his way, but I, I will tell you one thing, Matt. Probably every game that Texas Tech played, I would get a, a FedEx beta tape of the game the next day. And if there's one thing that he taught me is how to watch a game, and I would knew I would know the plays that he would have in question 
but Bubba Jennings, who was a great player at Tech, was his film video coordinator. And I was talking to Bubba yesterday. I mean, he sat with Coach Knight countless hours. And what you used to do, you'd have the angle of the television tape, and the coach's tape would be on the other side. So I would watch a play from television, and in about maybe a minute later or two minutes later, I would see that same play from the coach's angle. But uh, his, his pet peeve was traveling, you know, where you'd see a kid out on the floor, you'd pass and screen away and catch the floor, and he might shuffle his feet. And one time I said, Coach, that, that mistravel didn't have any impact on the game. You know what his response was? He said, that was a possession that we earned. So he looked at it mm. just so cerebrally. I mean, he was so smart. And uh, you knew if he said something to the official, Curtis Shaw always told me this, if Bob said something, probably the official was wrong and he was right. Uh, and he uh, always played coy when he said, now, who is our crew tonight? And I'd name them. And, and you know, he knew every one of them. And he knew exactly when he had them or it had a, a bad call in a previous game. But uh, I tell you, he was great for me, and he was great for, for our league. And he would be sorely, sorely missed. Yeah, John Underwood, associate commissioner uh, in charge of basketball for the Big 12 for many years. And uh, I, I got to ask you, John, were those officials, were they intimidated I mean, it's hard not to be intimidated by him, even though some of them were probably better at that than others. How much did his presence and, and you know, Huggins had a little bit of that to his own because he had that imposing, um, he was a huge man, and he, and he just had that demeanor that he comes across as pretty intimidating. And you can't help occasionally, I'm sure, that officials can be impacted by that. How did you, know, you kind of... Yeah, you know when I would go to a game, uh, you know those those officials, uh, they're they're cool, calm, and collected. You know they knew that Coach Knight was uh, an imposing figure. Intimidated is probably not a word. Uh, maybe some were, some were apprehensive. You know, one, one story I, I would relate to you, and this is Eddie Jackson was one of our officials, and now he. Uh, does the uh, Missouri Valley League. Eddie was a great young official. We used to have a coaching clinic. And during that coaching clinic in the fall, we had a golf tournament. And he and one of the other officials were in a golf cart. And they went underneath the branch of a tree, and that branch hit Eddie. And Eddie ended up losing sight in one of his eyes. And Coach Knight was one of the first coaches that really reached out to Eddie Jackson, and he told both Dale Kelly, who was the coordinator of our officials at the time, he said, I'd rather have a one-eyed Eddie Jackson than some of the other guys. And I, we actually assigned Eddie Jackson to a, two or three of Tech's games, and he was absolutely a gentleman with Eddie. And Eddie and I have talked about that many, many times. But, you know, some of the things that he does behind the scenes, you know, you never read about. But, but he cared about the game. He cared about his players. Uh, you know, as you read some of the stories about the Indiana players uh, that have played and what an impact he made as far as getting an education, Mike Woodson, 
told, uh, I read the story about Mike as the president coach. He said, you know, he told my mother that I would get a chance to play and he would work hard and get an education. And uh, that's what sold her on Coach Knight and me. And, you know, at the time when you're playing for Coach, you know, you have your ups and downs where you, I, I might not like him today, but in the end, when you start looking about the great lessons that coaches teach, and that's what they are, they're teachers and they're mentors. There are many former players that the first person they call is their coach mm-hmm. to see what they think, should I do this or do that. Do you remember Scott Drew got under his skin? And I look back and I think that's not – that was not a bad thing at all for Baylor, by the way. That and it was some you remember it was some kind of flyer or something, and and Bob didn't like it. It was about McDonald's All Americans. Baylor had one, and maybe Tech didn't. And Bob and there were other coaches that didn't. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was not well. Yeah. It was not well received by some of our coaches. <laughs> but I tell you what, we worked through that. And Scott, uh-huh. uh, Scott has matured, and he's become one of the great, great coaches that the Big Twelve has, and our country has. Because he cares about players, and you can see it with his former players. Uh, yeah, but Bob never forgets. I mean, I remember he used to call in those Big 12 games. He wouldn't say Scott's name. You remember he was like, no, Musburger, yeah. Yeah. Musburger loves Scott and would, right. would brag on Scott all day. And um, so, anyway, I, uh, I, I, I just know that had to be difficult for Scott, and even though maybe he brought it on himself, uh, because where he grew up and having been part of Valpo and all of that, I mean, that was Bob Country, right? That's Bobby. That's, right. that's Bobby Knight Country. So well, there are I some know Purdue fans in the state of Indiana. Yeah, yeah. Notre Dame. I, I, yeah, but but he ruled. He ruled. But uh, uh, Gene over there at Purdue, what was that? What? No, what was his biggest nemesis? Was it? What, I mean, it's just kind of interesting to think back on on Bob's college career and then it just i remember gene with that boy had that scowl over there he was quite a coach he was but, a great coach yeah uh, but, but I, don't, I can't remember what their relationship was what was the uh what was the biggest rivalry in that big 10 for for I, Bob? Was I, would, it I would say i would say purdue yeah yeah uh yeah you know uh, uh i've heard the story the year before they went undefeated when they lost, they lost the one game when Scott May broke his wrist to Kentucky in the regional final. Then Kentucky won it that year. Uh, during the season, he made a comment. He said, "I think this team can go undefeated." Uh, and then, you know they were what 60, 62 and one over a two-year period with the undefeated team. But Scott May, Kent Benson, Bobby Wilkerson, Tommy Abernathy, and Quinn Butner—pretty good group to go to battle with. Could Shelby Metcalf be like fiery back in the day, or was he? Oh, yeah. I always remember him as like a smiling, funny guy. But Shelby, could Shelby had a bit of a temper at times. Uh, he did. If you ever got on his bad side, you weren't gonna play. And the best <laughs> way is try to stay on his good side. You know, great memories. We had some great <laughs> battles with Baylor. Uh, you know, we had the uh, the Tom Friedman. Uh, mm-hmm. episode at uh, G. Riley White where the players kind of came off the bench and uh, as one of the player football players said he was just protecting the player from Baylor and Carol Dawson later told me that Tom Friedman had 50 stitches in his mouth but uh, those were great times Shelby was character Shelby and Abe Lemons we miss those people 
You know, they were colorful. They coached their teams. And uh, could they coach today, you know, when they were younger? I'd say yes. Uh, now, I don't know how we'd handle the portal in the NIL. That may be uh, mm-hmm. something of another discussion. Are schedules, how difficult are schedules to make? And, like, how did you play, how much of a role would you play when you were assistant commissioner, their associate commissioner in the Big 12 like those, you can't ever make anybody happy, can you? I just saw these football schedules come out, and Baylor you know, and TCU are protected. Yet, you know, Iowa State and Kansas State been playing each other forever. Uh, Farmageddon, you know. It, I mean, since nineteen whatever uh, twenty two, and it's going to end. It's going to end you know, because they you simply know, I, yeah. You, you hate that those rivalries across the country are going to be a thing of the past. Uh, you know, I hate it that Oklahoma and Texas are going to the SEC, but the one is A&M and Texas will renew that rivalry, and I would hope the SEC would play it on Thanksgiving from a football standpoint. But from basketball, you know, when we had 12, we looked at hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of schedules and went through them and tried to look at balance uh, when they played someone uh, we, we always tried to look at it, if you, if you can believe this, that hopefully people could be two and two after the first four games where you played it. You know, early on, sc- uh, schools aren't in session the second semester. So we looked. It didn't matter if you played at Kansas or Iowa State. Those facilities were going to be full. Bob Huggins, interestingly, when he was at West Virginia, he was the first guy that said, look, I'll play road, road. I'll play Saturday on the road, and I'll play Monday on the road because that would be one less trip that they would have to make. You know, one of the things that Hug said to his media, he said, I'll give you full access to every player if you'll meet us between 4 and 5 o'clock in the morning when we return from our road games. He didn't, he didn't get much media access. <laughs> they wouldn't get up that early. But Bob started that. And then, you know, when we went to 10, it was easy. You know, we were the only league in the country that played double round robin other than the Big East. But you try to balance. You know, ESPN has a big player on picking on Big mm-hmm. Monday. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Kansas has gotten the majority of those games. And then they started where we had, we call it the Little Monday, where they had the 6 o'clock window on ESPNU which our schools wanted to play. They didn't like the one-day preparation, Matt. But, you know, you have, to, you have to take a day off in college basketball. So if you played on Monday, you could take off Tuesday and go recruit and see high school kids play on Tuesday night and then get ready for your, you know, your Saturday game. Uh, but, you know, I don't know how you do it with this many teams. I haven't really analyzed the schedules yet, but I'm going to sit down and kind of look at it. Uh, but the Big 12 is in a good place. We, we've got a great league. Uh, despite Texas and Oklahoma leaving, uh, we're in a good spot. You think U of H, I mean, they're not going to come in here and run the table, obviously. It's going to be a different animal than what they're used to. But, like, what's a – what do you – you think Kelvin is – it's going to be an eye-opening experience for him and that team. But they are deep, and they are really good. How do you think they'll fare in year one? It, it, yeah. it won't be it won't be an eye opener for Kelvin Sampson and the Cougars because Kelvin was in the Big Eight. I mean, he knows how difficult it is to play at Kansas and Kansas State and Iowa State. And now he he knew at Colorado. Now Colorado will be in the league. Uh, 
there will be a lot of balance. Uh, uh, he's, he's a heck of a coach. And his kids buy in, they play hard, and they defend. And, you know, at the end of the day, uh, one of the things that I learned from Kelvin Sampson when I was at Oklahoma, Matt, you cannot have enough guards, and he's going to always have three or four kids that can play the perimeter position at guard. Uh, and you start, look, I know he's got the kid, L.J. Cryer, that's transferred there, and every Baylor fan knows how good L.J. was. But, you know, this immediate eligibility transfer, you know, you don't know. You have to recruit your team every day, all year long. And uh, But I'm, I'm proud the way Scott has handled it, managed it. And I tell you, one of the best things I think is Baylor's done over the past seven or eight years, you look at all the transfers they've gotten that actually had to lay out a year and learn the system and really be productive Baylor Bears. And, you know, that's that's going to go away. Uh, you're not going to be able to have that luxury as much with the NIL and the portal, from my perspective. Mm-hmm. Although they're playing the one-and-done game right now, and they got well, another one, hopefully. Done. Yeah. Um, with experience, matching that with, like, experienced players. But you're right, Mitchell was huge. Macy Oteague was huge. Flagler, all those names come to mind on that national championship team. Well, and and players that played at Presbyterian and played at teams that are, you know, uh, uh, the the mid-majors that were really good players. I mean, I I look at the kid he got from Yale, you know, and uh, I can't remember his name, but he had played against them in the NCAA the year before. And, you know, the the Ivy League doesn't – you can't redshirt, so – You've got four years of eligibility, and those kids still had an extra year of eligibility. And but I go back to when he got had Aaron Bruce. I mean, Baylor's had some great, great basketball players and great, great people. Mm-hmm. Well, it's, I'm praying Trey Johnson from Lake Highlands High School, well, kind of close to where you and I uh, hang our hats, will end up in Waco. Uh, that'll I've be had very, a, I've very. I've had a chance. I've had a chance to go watch them practice. And oh, as good wow. a player he is, I just watch how he fits in with his team. You know, mm-hmm. I hate it that he he's not going to play his senior year at Lake Highlands. Just selfishly, I wanted to be able to watch mm-hmm. him play. But it's good. I hope he ends up in the Big 12. Yeah, yeah. right now it looks like uh, UT or Baylor. John, I'll, uh, I'll be looking for you soon up at uh, Tupanamba. Uh, thank you very much. Always love having you on. Tell your wife hello with her Elkhart, East Texas ties. Uh, tell her I said hi, and I'll see you soon. Matt, thank you for the opportunity to discuss basketball. It's a great time of year when college basketball starts. It is here, and the Bears get going yes, on November 7th. See you, John. Thanks, Matt. You bet. Uh, there he goes. John Underwood, longtime associate commissioner of the Big 12 and a great friend over the years, and a man who, uh, there's a Tex-Mex restaurant called Tupanamba. They have Shelby Metcalf dip on the menu, and Shelby was, uh, he coached under Shelby at Texas A&M after playing for Shelby in the late 1960s. John's a good guy and uh, great to have him on. All right, we got Campus Confidential coming up at 440. Uh, we'll uh, revisit. We've got some fun stuff from the uh, Rangers Championship Parade that is next. This is ESPN Central Texas. 
1424 Bistro, located in downtown Waco, has been serving Central Texas for over 20 years. 1424 Bistro, the restaurant that helped create the fine dining experience Waco is best known for. 1424 Bistro provides a unique and fine dining experience so many Wacoans have known and loved for many, many years. 1424 Bistro is dedicated to providing exquisite dishes that are fresh, hearty, and simply unforgettable. Waco's home for good food, wine, and conversation. From fresh seafood, steaks, lamb, to chicken piccata, and of course, let's not forget about some of their incredible appetizers like flaming cheese and calamari, and finish off with their white chocolate bread pudding or creme brulee. Come enjoy dinner at 1424 Bistro in downtown Waco on 1424 Washington Avenue. Come enjoy tonight. Does your company need CDL drivers? We can help. ATDS assists companies with training their employees to obtain their CDL license to fill driving positions. There's so much freight to be hauled and not enough drivers to keep up with the demand, especially since it's a requirement to attend a truck driving school now to get your CDL license. ATDS trains drivers for over 20 different companies. They can obtain their CDL license in as little as 20 days and be on the road working immediately. Our only requirement is that you must have a valid Texas driver's license, no outstanding tickets or warrants, and you must be able to pass a drug screen and DOT physical. We train and test on manual transmissions, which sets us apart from other schools in the area. We do not want our students to have an automatic restriction on their license. We start a new class every two weeks, and we also have weekend classes available. Call us at 254-829-1694 to get your employees enrolled to obtain their CDL license. Looking to connect with Baylor alums in your area? Baylor alumni can help. Looking to host a watch party in your city? Baylor alumni can get you started. Want to step out in your community and serve with other alums? Baylor alumni is your connection with the university and each other. Let's get started. Learn how at baylor.edu slash alumni. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. It's 9.30 on a Saturday night. You're at the ballpark getting hot dogs for the kids, and your debit card doesn't work. Lucky for you, Central National Bank's after-hours service is ready to help you get out of all kinds of ninth-inning jams. Just contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a local person who can answer questions and fix problems. Bank different. Bank Central, Central National Bank, member FDIC. Hey, Central Texas, next time you're ready for a weekend getaway or a staycation, remember Element Waco Hotel. Element Waco Hotel offers its guests a superb combination of luxury and comfort. Uh, the rooms are big and spotless, feature an upscale modern look and feel. I should know I've stayed there. It is Matt Mosley, ESPN Central Texas. They have suites that are perfect for you to host a watch party for the upcoming big game. The Circa Kitchen serves fresh, modern, Mediterranean-inspired cuisine made with locally sourced ingredients. They have the local beer and organic wine, cocktails open to the public seven days a week, 5 to 10 p.m., and then that heated outdoor pool and hot tub. Located 2200 North Robinson Drive, just off the famous Waco traffic circle, it is the Element Waco Hotel, and ask about our discounted rates for November and December. 
You don't want to miss the Veterans Day sale at City Ranch Boot Company. Take advantage of $100 off all exotic boots and $50 off regular cowhide boots. All the exotic wallets, belts, and money clips in stock, $50 off. The store is stocked with boots, belts, wallets, and ladies' bags. The leather includes ostrich, elephant, hippo, crocodile, lizard, buffalo, and cowhide. Also, there will be a drawing at 3 p.m. for a free custom-designed pair of ostrich boots. While you're there, talk with Jay at City Ranch Boot Company about ordering a quality custom-made boot. Former Baylor football letterman in the 1980s, Jay has been an importer of exotic leather for 28 years. He'll help you pick your own leather in addition to the toe and heel style. New boots would make a great Christmas gift. We'll see you at the Veterans Day sale and also Jay's birthday, Saturday, November the 11th, 11 to 3.30 at City Ranch Boot Company, 10267 North River Crossing, Waco. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. Man, that is, uh, I mean, Aaron, when you have somebody like John Underwood, I mean, it's just, it's years and years of experience, passion for OU, passion for A&M. Now, make no mistake, he played basketball at A&M, but then he was on that staff. The only thing, Aaron, and next time we get John on, I'll have to ask him about that. Wouldn't that be fascinating to hear what that was? He was an assistant under a young coach from 76 to 80 by the name of Dave Bliss. And, of course, that name is uh, a bad name to bring up in college basketball now. But, boy, back in the day, uh, and that was – some of those early days, OU was great. Then he goes to SMU. But, I mean, they, they had, I'm trying to think, at one point when they got Wayman Tisdale to OU and Mookie, and that, I guess that would have been later. Mookie played with, um, guys, you're getting into the 80s a little bit, but uh, like night, they were exciting. And then he gets to uh, SMU, Bliss does. In the 80s, and it almost had Larry Johnson there. Now, I mean, we, we now know that Dave was, uh, he was uh, not above board. And a lot of things he was probably up to even back then. A lot of coaches weren't. But then Dave got caught in uh, the ultimate scandal and, uh, and never coached again. Never coached at any level even close to where he was. I think he coached at some kind of private school. If I know Dave Bliss, he's still out there like on the motivational uh, speaker circuit. I mean, like he, he's he's uh, he's kind of a he's kind of an interesting guy, but uh, boy, nobody knows all that stuff like John Underwood. And uh, Aaron, there's a Tex-Mex place in Dallas called Tupanamba, and it's a big A and M hangout, and that's where that's where stuff gets done. Like Fran Fraschilla, when he used to live in the Dallas, it's where he hung out. I I would see. The uh, the former Kansas State coach, Weber, if they played in Waco, he was at Tupanamba the next night. If Scott Drew's in Dallas, he's up there with Janet and uh, John Underwood, like hanging out at Tupanamba. Like that's that's kind of the meeting spot. And so that was kind of cool to uh, to see that. Um, hey, Aaron, do we have any um, – I know we're only – we got a couple of minutes here before we get to Campus Confidential – is there any – we had the Bochi earlier. Is there any, whether it be Adolis or uh, or Seeger, that we could run here that we have lined up? Uh, what would be – or we could run Bochi. 
again, I've got no problem doing that. Is there anything that would we could have lined up, or do we need to wait for the 5 o'clock on that? No, it's Simeon and Adolis. Ooh, nice, nice. Well, I kind of want to hear Adolis because I did notice there was a translator up there to work. Uh, Adolis is uh, 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 Cuban. And uh, uh, he's so incredible. And, of course, the fans were going nuts. They said, estimated somewhere, uh, they thought it might be 250,000 fans show up for the parade. Um, I think it was more than that in the end. Could have been anywhere from three to 500,000 fans out there. Let's listen in. Aaron's done a nice job of gathering this. This was just a little while ago at the ceremony after the parade. Here is Adolis Garcia addressing the crowd. To hear from an RBI machine. He can electrify a ball game with his bat or his arm. He's an all-star. The ALCS MVP, number 53, Adolis Garcia. Very happy, very excited to be here, be a part of this team. They're amazing, the journey that we've been on together. It's just great to be a part of this team right here. I want to give a special shout out and a big thank you to all of you, every single one of us that believed in us right here. You've all been amazing the whole year. Adolis Garcia and the great Will Nadal. <laughs> oh, man. There he was. There he was. And um, I heard Adolis after one of those games do a he, – he certainly – he did an uh, interview in uh, English and did a great job, actually, but he maybe just a little more comfortable in, in his uh, first language uh spanish and and i just he i it was just exciting i was glad we got that aaron because just wanted to hear him wanted to hear the crowd's reaction to him and i i'm not sure anybody's ever had a greater postseason i mean it's from a home runs rbis he didn't even play in games four and five of the world series i mean i, I think you could make an argument it's the greatest postseason run in the history of baseball i mean in some ways driving in runs when he did it the theater of it ending game one of the world series uh what he did with the grand slam game six against the astros i I think it's one of the greatest runs in postseason history and um i just He's going to go down as one of the most beloved Rangers ever. All right, Aaron, let's hear from uh, – we may do some of this again in the five because I love this stuff. Uh, Marcus Simeon. And, you, and Chuck Morgan's the one you hear introducing him, the longtime PA voice for the Rangers. Great guy, great dude. 
Uh, in fact, we've been in touch with Chuck. We may have him on at some point. But here is uh, here is Marcus Simeon addressing the crowd of I don't know three four hundred thousand people. I just want to say thank you to all the fans for showing up. Continue to bring that energy. This is the standard now. Keep bringing that energy. Everybody in this room right here, everybody on this stage, we're going to keep working for you guys. So thank you. Thank you. You know, I mentioned Marcus played 179 games. Was there ever a moment that anybody said to you, hey, Marcus, what do you think about coming out of the game? Oh, multiple times. Bochy was tired of seeing me get out. He told me, you know, take a day or two, but you know, I stuck with it. So here we are, world champions. We love you, buddy. Awesome. Thank you. <laughs> we love you, buddy. We love you. <laughs> Aaron, now what, what have you ordered or what will you order? I, I would imagine you'll want some championship gear. I could see you getting the, the official World Series uh, champions T-shirt. If you could, if you were going to decide on either a jersey or a jersey, um, which which player would you go with uh, after this postseason? Well, uh, Bombi. Uh, that's what I'm going to. I'm going to get a a, a, a Bombi jersey and in uh, a World Championship T-shirt. I'll, I'll mm-hmm. end up getting at least. I may get another one, but I have a, a Seager uh, giveaway day jersey that's really cool. And I have a, a Simeon jersey already, so uh, and that's a red, so I'll probably just get a, a blue El Bombi jersey T-shirt. You know what would be kind of cool is if, like, a ton of people from Baylor got Bradford jerseys and, like, showed up to games this year and stuff wearing Cody Bradford jerseys. I think that would be kind of neat. I was just trying to think of what Cody's jersey number was. 51? Does that sound right? 51 is a pretty high number. 51. That's what that's what's in my mind, but Adolis is 53. What is Cody? 50 51 is in my mind. We'll we'll double check that. All right, it is time for Campus Confidential. We're getting you ready for uh Big time Baylor game tomorrow. There is a college football game in our fair city, and it's happening tomorrow. Campus Confidentials on the way. Your leader in high school sports, ESPN Central Texas. The China Spring Coaches Show with Tyler Beatty is brought to you by Benchmark Mortgage, China Spring Country Store, Kristen Clements, Camille Johnson Realtors, Rain Coffee Company, Triple S Sports, The Fifth Street Market and Nursery. Coach Kyle Barton breaks a couple of records last week, including most touchdowns by a running back in China Spring history. What has he meant not just this year, but in the history now of China Spring football? Yeah, I think one of the biggest things is just how consistent he is. You know, his work ethic is is unmatched. He does an excellent job every single day. And, uh, He's, he's been really, really key for us in the off seasons. And now that uh, he's put all that hard work in and he's eyed those goals since he stepped foot on campus, it's been really good to see him accomplish those. Coach, by week this week, before you get to the playoffs, you had 10 straight weeks of football. How much does that wear on a bunch of 17, 18-year-olds? 
it wears on 30 and 40 year olds. I mean, it's, it is tough. It really is. It's tiring. It's grueling. Um, and in the way that the season came to a conclusion on that 10th game was bizarre and weird in its own manner. And so it, it was, it was very much so a, a really good time for a break to come. Uh, we took our eyes and mind and thoughts off of football we got back to who we are, talked about kind of some plans that we've got moving forward. And uh, and our kids are, are super stoked. Coaches are excited that uh, this bye week fell when it did. Coach, after a 68-51 win against Waxahachie Life, the offense there, the defense still needs tweaks going into the playoffs, trying to make another state championship run. What do you do to try to win six in a row here defensively? Win by one point. Doesn't matter. I mean, obviously, that, that's always the goal. And, um, you know, the, the thoughts of just blowing people out or con- continuously getting stops or scoring every drive, that might always might not always happen. And so uh, it is a collective team group effort. Uh, we're making some slight adjustments defensively as far as who we're going to have on the field. But um, we're, we're going to put our best guys in a position to win a football game. And our kids understand that. And um, as a coaching staff, we're not we're not doing a wholesale change. You know, it's we're not changing who we are. We're just going to make some adjustments. And uh, our kids are bought in. Coaches are ready to go. Uh, we'll find out tonight exactly what we got. ESPN Central Texas. The 5th Street Market and Nursery is Bosque County's premier nursery, greenhouse, and boutique. Discover a variety of indoor and outdoor plants, unique gifts, and local artisanal products at their family-owned nursery and garden center. Located in Clifton off 5th Street, Highway 219. Open Tuesday through Saturday, 9 to 5, and Sunday, 10 to 4. Check them out at 5thStreetMarket.com or on Facebook. Let their passionate team help your vision bloom into reality. Locally owned and operated, Rain Coffee Company is your daily stop for the best in hot and ice drinks. Come and stay a while and enjoy Rain Coffee Company's relaxing atmosphere, plus their espresso bar, teas, lotus energy drinks, and sweet treats. They are open every day, 6.30 a.m. till 6 p.m. The only coffee shop in China Spring. Rain Coffee Company, 10214 China Spring Highway. You'll find gifts for the whole family, jewelry, candles, home decor, and wind chimes at China Spring Country Store. They're also an official Purina dealer, featuring bagged and bulk animal feed for all of your farm animals and pets. China Spring Country Store is also the place to find deer protein, deer corn, and deer feeders, outdoor furniture, plus farm and ranch supplies, including gates, panels, and fencing. Go by and say hello to Taylor, Melissa, and the gang at China Spring Country Store, 9030 China Spring Highway, and at ChinaSpringCountryStore.com. Triple S Sports is your one stop for all your baseball and softball gear. They have the latest bats, gloves, balls, and equipment from names that you know and trust. Rawlings, Louisville Slugger, DeMarini, Wilson, Easton, Mizuno, Under Armour, and New Balance. Triple S Sports can also take care of your team uniform needs with their large selection of the latest sublimated apparel and custom caps. Ask about league and school special discounts. Stop by their warehouse in Waco or visit them at triplesports.com. Play ball. 
Kristen Clements, a realtor with Camille Johnson Real Estate, has been working in the real estate profession since 2013. Kristen specializes in the greater Waco and surrounding areas. Born and raised in Waco, Kristen is a graduate of Baylor University, and she and her husband and three children currently reside in China Spring. If you're looking to relocate and need a hardworking agent to work on your behalf, call Kristen Clements today, 717-3020, or check her out at CamilleJohnson.com. Did you know, now's a great time to let Jeff on our Toyota put you in a new or used vehicle. I'm Kyle Tomlinson, General Manager of Jeff on our Toyota, and you can choose from many makes and models, all priced to fit any budget. We also have a state-of-the-art service and body shop and a full-line parts department with factory-trained Toyota specialists. Stop by and see me or any of our team members for a great car at a fair price. Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota quality, Waco values. Campus Confidential is sponsored by Jim Turner Chevrolet. Jim Turner Chevrolet is just a heartbeat away in McGregor, and they will treat you like family. It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. Well, it is Matt Mosley, and it is the Matt Mosley Show. Aaron Sexton alongside, as always. Aaron's been on the air today, producing, directing since noon. And then he'll be back at the helm tomorrow as we get ready for a 2.30 kickoff with the Cougars and the Bears. White out. White out. All right? We've been talking a lot about Bob Knight, the passing of Bob Knight. I just think that was such a huge story. I really do. And then the parade today. We'll have more on the parade we may listen to Bochi. Oh, it was fun. Uh, at the culmination of the parade, Bochi had some words today. We've heard from Simeon. We heard from Adolis. Um, it's, a, it's been a fun, fun day with the parade and everything that goes on with that. I'm going to go see some. I just can't get enough of this high school stuff. I'm going to go see high school volleyball tonight uh, and uh, go check some of that out. we got football uh, around here that we'll be paying attention to. But uh, Aaron, take us to – oh, and, and a reminder, Eric Nadell, the legendary voice of the Rangers, is set to join us at 520. That's at 520 today. So kind of uh, plan your afternoon around that. But uh, so thankful to Jim Turner Chevrolet. Jim was on with us yesterday, and uh, Jim was out there today. He is a minority owner of the Texas Rangers. And so that was kind of neat. But uh, he is the uh, sponsor, He uh, Jim Turner Chevrolet, Derek Scott out there, uh, Clay Lassiter, a lot of our friends, great people out there. Uh, they're, they're heavily involved with this uh, Campus Confidential. Uh, Aaron, where do, we, uh, where do we start today? Please tell me it's in <laughs> Ann Arbor, Michigan. We have updates on the Michigan yes. sign-stealing scandal. And this yes. one is uh, – this one – is it blockbuster? Well, I mean, it, it, what it is relates this? to this week's Michigan game. Purdue coach Ryan Walters, Ooh. whose team visits number three Michigan on Saturday, said his school has evidence the Wolverines scouted the Boilermakers games earlier this season. Walters said last night on his radio show, quote, it's unfortunate. What's crazy is that they weren't allegations. It happened. There's video evidence. There's ticket purchases and sales that you can track back. We know for a fact that they – they were at a number of our games, so we've had to teach our guys a new language in terms of some signals. <laughs> so that's 
probably one of the reasons why all those Big Ten coaches were so mad on that call from the other yeah. night. Yeah, um, and there is news, uh, Aaron, about uh, like who initiated this investigation. An old shocker, shocker of all shocks, Aaron. Apparently, some police, some folks in Columbus, Ohio. <laughs> We're interested in, in getting this investigation going. And, again, most of that does not surprise me. Now, how did they do it? And and, and I, I, I almost read this, Aaron, that there was almost like a wiretap component. Like, if they secured, if they turned this over to the NCAA and, like, they somehow secured the information illegally – Whoa! Then we have, then we have some really interesting stuff. Meanwhile, Aaron, <clears throat> we still don't know, do we? What that Michigan offensive coordinator got in trouble for? No, like last December or whenever it was, some kind of weird. We know the FBI's he accessed, involved. What's that? We know the FBI's involved. Yeah, but he accessed the some of the computers or some kind of laptop inside. Michigan and and it's I mean you got fed you got the feds the feds are on the scene at least with the sign stealing as crazy as this is I can't I haven't seen anything that would make it rises to like a criminal level it just it goes against NCAA rules and hey it's not first time Michigan's broken NCAA rules but this just gets carried away and, uh, and we're still waiting to see if Harbaugh just runs from this thing. I guess Michigan, I don't know. I, I, do, I don't know where this thing's headed. I, I do find it funny, Aaron. I think you brought this up or, or maybe brought it to my attention, like that Joel Klatt <laughs> from Fox was kind of doing the whole, well, I mean, we've kind of rushed to judgment. Oh, oh, thanks, Joel. Wait, whose games do you cover? Right. <laughs> who, who, what game do you have coming up on your air? He's got no dog oh, in that thing, right? I think we've rushed to judgment. <laughs> then he comes back with, oh, I'm not trying to say what they did is not, uh, you know, is not important or whatever. But I'm telling you, the Tim Brandos of the world that have been so quick to say, oh, there's nothing here. Come on, guys. Right. Come on now. I mean, you know, you gotta gotta have a little bit of integrity if you're gonna cover these things. We can't just kind of dismiss this as as is as, as just, you know, teams trying to get an edge. Everybody's trying to do it. This seems like they went way out of their way. So we will continue to monitor that situation. Friday night, college football tonight. An ACC matchup, Boston College travels to New York to take on Syracuse, 630 mm. on ESPN2. If mm. that's not, if that doesn't do it for you, Matt, there is also a, actually a pretty good AAC matchup as uh, Colorado State travels to Wyoming. That's a 7 o'clock kickoff on CBS Sports Network. You know, both those teams have done some okay things this year. Colorado State yeah. should have beaten CU. Wyoming kind of beat tech and beat tech and hung in there with Texas maybe yes for a while Absolutely. yeah so uh, all of that interests me last night <clears throat> out on the plains TCU 
went out to Tech and just got just got lit up. Horn Frogs are not very good. Horn Frogs and the Bears deserve each other right now. I mean, that's going to be a heck of a pillow fight up there in Fort Worth coming up soon. Aaron, I'm trying. To, you know, I I'll mean, do whatever Baylor wants me to do. Like Baylor alumni, uh, Officer Baylor alumni, Doug's a great friend of mine. I'll do whatever they need me to do. But I, that you talk about like the pre the pregame for that. I I could understand if Baylor people are like, I don't really know. I think I'll watch that one. But if they need us there, Aaron, we'll be there, right? But both teams are in a bad way. And Sonny is not catching as much heat as Dave because Sonny went to the national title game. But, Aaron, if you go to the national title game, people kind of wonder when you're bad the next season, you're like, well, that's weird. I mean, they're they're experiencing what Baylor did in some sense because Baylor was great in 2021 and then kind of, eh. Six and seven. Aaron, would six and seven feel pretty good about now, though? Think about how upset we were with last year's team. Yeah. They go six and six, and they have to play in that the uh, Ice Bowl up there in Fort Worth, the Armed Forces Bowl. Love the Armed Forces. Love our people. Love Air Force Academy. They're good. Here, here's the last team, Aaron. Like, if you told me we could win enough games to qualify – to go play Air Force again in the Armed Forces Bowl, I would opt out. I would say no. I will not go back and play another game in Amon Carter that's not against TCU, and I do not want any part of the Air Force Academy. They are good. Got bad news for you, Matt. What's what's, what's up? Well, they're on the non-conference schedule for next year. That's <laughs> the second game. Uh, ooh. So... What is that? What do they have? we have a date already on that? At least so. September, like, what would that be? Uh, 10th? 9th? Interesting. Ooh, Air Force Academy? Is that right? That's not good. That's not good, Aaron. I do not want to play Utah, and I do not want to play Air Force Academy. Yes. I cannot think host- of a worse opponent than than Air Force Academy. To show up at your place. Charlton State, August 31st, then Air Force on September 7th before traveling to Utah in a non-conference game on September 14th in Salt Lake. I would buy myself out of the Air Force game and buy myself out of the Utah game if I had the money. (laughs) (laughs) The the Utah thing is is literally – I cannot – it's mind-numbing to me. We'll get Mac on, and we'll go over the reasons for that. And I'm sure there are fine reasons. But you already got you got four home games, conference games. You got five home or five road games. What you could? What are you doing? What are you doing playing a tenth game in the against Utah in a non-conference game? I, I get. I, are there reasons for it? Yes. Should Baylor and Utah work it out and help each other find other games? Absolutely. Even if it's like the dreaded and hated Texas State Bobcats. I would prefer Texas State. I would prefer, who'd you say, Tarleton? I mean, whoever you want to bring in. Who was that team we played, the Long Island Ice-T people? The Long Islanders? Bring them back. 
I absolutely. I love their coach. Yeah, he was great. Aaron, I got to say, I when we had the one thing, I'm, I mean, I miss a lot of things about Drake. Okay, I don't want that to sound wrong, <laughs> but the main I, thing. I, I miss that Drake. Drake came in with his hair on fire, and and uh, and was like helping us get like these incredible guests from these other teams. Now we still get incredible guests, but Aaron, and we had that awesome Houston U. Uh, A.D., I love that guy. Pesman, I love that dude. But, like, the last two weeks, Baylor's been in such a bad way, I've just kind of not I've not tried <laughs> to get Holgerson. I'll just admit it, okay? Yeah. Like, I, I started out great. Think about that, Aaron. Oh, First seven weeks of the season, we had, like, we had either the opposing head coach. Here's where I ran out of steam. Let me tell you who didn't. The Every other school, like U, UT, we got the A.D., um, and you name it, Aaron. We had head coaches for all these schools. You know the one school that just like didn't play ball with us was Cincinnati. Hmm. Cincinnati was like uh, I, I finally heard back from them late in the week. I asked for uh, what's their coach's name, Aaron Satterfield. Mm-hmm. Thinking, well, this is Satterfield should be pretty easy. And it, and I I got this note back after three. You know, the more they didn't respond, the more persistent I get. Aaron, that shouldn't shock you. And I finally get this lame response from Cincinnati, and they said, we think we can do something with you guys over the uh, in the offseason. Like, hey, I got better things to do. <laughs> yes. I got better things to do. Now, Aaron, we better be careful because well, it does get the dog days of the dog days of summer. <laughs> yeah, we can, we can probably <laughs> use Satterfield. <laughs> We're going to take you up on that July 21st. How dare Cincinnati? I mean, it's Big like of times. all people, of all people, to be like, oh, we, we might be able to squeeze you guys in this summer. First year in the conference, and they big time. You who I miss having on <laughs> is uh, Coach Aranda. Like, we've had unbelievable, uh, um, you know, conversations with Dave Aranda. Like, just one-on-ones when he first got here last year. Like, I, I, I mean – my my interviews with Dave Aranda have been just awesome. Uh, I'm not saying m- because of me. I'm just saying he's been great. Um, just weird, just weird to not talk to Dave one on one this year. Just absolutely weirdness. All right, Aaron. Uh, what else do we have? Deion Sanders has demoted his offensive coordinator. <laughs> Sean Lewis, who has called plays for the Buffaloes the entire year, was relieved of his play-calling duties, and Coach Prime elevated analyst Pat Shermer to an on-field role where he will take over as a team's play-caller coming up this Saturday. Shermer, a former NFL head coach with more than 20 years of experience in the pros, they will serve as co-offensive coordinators, but Shermer will call the plays. That's coming off a 28-16 loss to number 19 UCLA in which the Buffaloes were sacked were sacked seven times and Shadur Sanders would hit 17 other times and knock down 13 times so I I guess their offensive coordinator was also playing offensive line I don't know but anyway Sean Lewis no longer calling the plays it's now Pat Sherman oh man um yeah, I mean that's what we're 
That, that's what we're dealing with. I mean, <laughs> I, Aaron, I, I thought like I, I literally thought like even three weeks ago, like this guy was thought of as a great young assistant. Wasn't he a head coach somewhere like Kent State? I mean, you, I think you just said that. I he. Aaron, this guy was like thought of as some kind of great hire by Dion, and he's already taken the play calling away from him. I mean, this is the downside to Dion. Now, there's a lot of fun to him, and it'll be fun to go to Boulder next year, and I'm going to go. I'm just saying it right now. I'll be in Boulder. I'm going to take my family. We'll just go out there. I may ride the charter. Baylor, would you all let me go with you? Um, I, I'm going to go to that game. That'll be a lot of fun. But... Like, none of this makes any sense. Okay, I'm going to demote my offense coordinator. That that's what coaches do in the middle of a season to try, you know, try to get someone's attention. But again, this guy left a head coaching position to come help Dion. And this is a, you know, it's like a four and four Colorado team. They were not supposed to be great. They're a lot. They're improved. And you're going to take his. You're going to take the play calling away from him. That's how you show people up and make them look bad mm. and basically screw their careers up. And that's Dion. Now, again, I like. there's a good things about Dion. He's great at marketing. I mean, Jerome Tang flew out there to learn about marketing one week. I can't, Je, Jerome Tang's like the greatest marketing guy ever. What in the world is he going to see Dion about? That's the strangest thing I've ever heard. All right, Aaron. Uh, oh, we better go. We better go. Did you have one more you wanted, or are you good? Uh, we're good for today. That's, that's okay. the big, big okay. stories. Could I, for the seventh straight day or whatever, complain about the schedules some more, <laughs> the football schedules? All right. How do you um, feel about Utah being a non-conference game? Ooh. <laughs> I think once somebody fully explains that to me, I'll settle down. But I haven't heard I, – I, in, in fact, I might – the football SID is a great friend of mine. I may just call him after the show today and just say, hey, can you explain this to me? But it, it's a – there, there's not – there will not be an explanation that gets me to say, hey, this is an okay thing. I mean, it's, it's and, – and I don't want to play Air Force either. My gosh, Air Force is like top 25 right now. Air Force and Utah. This will be the toughest Baylor non-conference. That's one thing you could never accuse Art Browse of loading up his non-conference schedule. He was going to be 3-0 and or 4-0 and come hell or high water. There was never – you were never going to be like, well, Art's – boy, Art's played a tough non-conference. There was not a single – they, I'm trying to think. Did they play NC State one year or Miami or somebody? There was, there was ne- Art Art was never going to play anybody. And it worked. It worked okay. They were still, you know, teeing it up and almost made it to the uh, the college football playoff. I mean, think about that, Aaron. In the 2014 and 2021, Baylor finished fifth in the country according to the college football playoff. That's crazy. That's unbelievable. I mean, that's why this is so maddening and, and awful this season, to not even be competitive at home. I mean, I know the, I know the art stuff, but, again, even with Aranda, you've got, you've got in the past, what is that, Aaron, nine years, nine or ten years, 
you've had two finishes where you almost made the college football playoff at Baylor, at Baylor University. And then we're, we're out there goofing around now, losing to Iowa State and, and Tech and getting blown out by Texas at home. I mean, just come on, guys. Okay. I don't know, Aaron. I'm, I promise I'm not drinking. I'm just something that for some reason I'm kind of worked up today. I think this parade's kind of gotten me excited. Um, a lot of coffee as well. Uh, it is uh, the Matt Mosley Show. Aaron Sexton alongside Eric Nadell coming up at 520. We'll, uh, we'll do a couple of little quick NFL things uh, for you before we get to Nadell. Uh, we'll do that next. Hi, this is Chuck Morgan of the Texas Rangers. You're listening to the home of Baylor Athletics and Rangers Baseball. ESPN Central Texas. Locally owned and operated, Rain Coffee Company is your daily stop for the best in hot and ice drinks. Come and stay a while and enjoy Rain Coffee Company's relaxing atmosphere, plus their espresso bar, teas, lotus energy drinks, and sweet treats. They are open every day, 6.30 a.m. till 6 p.m. The only coffee shop in China Spring. Rain Coffee Company, 10214 China Spring Highway. You don't want to miss the Veterans Day sale at City Ranch Boot Company. Take advantage of $100 off all exotic boots and $50 off regular cowhide boots. All the exotic wallets, belts, and money clips in stock, $50 off. The store is stocked with boots, belts, wallets, and ladies' bags. The leather includes ostrich, elephant, hippo, crocodile, lizard, buffalo, and cowhide. Also, there will be a drawing at 3 p.m. for a free custom-designed pair of ostrich boots. While you're there, talk with Jay at City Ranch Boot Company about ordering a quality custom-made boot. Former Baylor football letterman in the 1980s, Jay has been an importer of exotic leather for 28 years. He'll help you pick your own leather in addition to the toe and heel style. New boots would make a great Christmas gift. We'll see you at the Veterans Day sale and also Jay's birthday, Saturday, November the 11th, 11 to 3.30 at City Ranch Boot Company, 10267 North River Crossing, Waco. Are you ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas' premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfied clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. Dooley Noted Law is a firm without the sledgehammer. I'm Michael Dooley, and you don't have to press one to talk. I'm not a fast food restaurant, and I don't wear a suit and tie, unless you want me to. I've met so many Central Texans who want to start a business with an online service. Cheap on the front end, but it creates a poor foundation. Dooley Noted Law creates an affordable, strong base to keep the money that you've earned in your pocket. Let's meet at DooleyNoted.com, a human side of the law. Sunday afternoon, it's your Cowboys and the Philadelphia Eagles, live from Lincoln Financial Field on this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. 
moving is fun, said nobody ever. Jay here from Pickup Outfitters, and let's face it, moving sucks. But we did it, and now we're in our shiny new location. Announcing, ta-da, the new world headquarters of the Pickup Outfitters Center to End Truck Nudity. Maybe you've seen all the work going on Waco Drive with the new silver and red building. The new location is 4535 West Waco Drive, in between the old Richie's Western Wear and Diamore Jewelers. That's just a half mile away from our old location. We got some cool new equipment and services coming soon. But one thing that won't change is that we're still outfitting naked trucks. From bed covers and steps to toolboxes, hitches, grill guards. Pickup Outfitters also does the heavy-duty stuff. Full front replacement bumpers, airbag suspension, goosenecks, fifth wheels. Come by and see us, even if it's just to say hi and get a free cup of coffee. Pickup Outfitters has moved. 4535 West Waco Drive in between the old Richie's Western Wear and Diamore Jewelers. Rise and dine with the Fiesta Brunch at La Fiesta every Saturday morning. Come enjoy family recipes made from scratch like huevos rancheros, breakfast enchiladas, chicken and waffles, or on the lighter side, avocado toast. And don't forget to try their Mexican coffee, fresh squeezed orange juice, or even a peach bellini. It's a Fiesta Brunch. La Fiesta, located off Franklin Avenue in Waco. La Fiesta, where passion is our most important ingredient. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram. Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Element Waco Hotel, Jim Turner Chevrolet, Marineland Boating Center, Schmalch's Sandwich Shop, The Baylor Club, Witt Building Supplies, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. What is Matt Mosley? Eric Nadell, legendary voice of the Rangers. Coming up at 5.20. And um, that, that will be good. And uh, we're, we're having a big time today. We've been sampling some of the Rangers parade out in Arlington. Hearing from Bruce Bochy. Aaron, I was just listening. If we had a little more time, I would, I would send it to you. Um, when you get a chance, listen to Seeger. Seeger was Seeger was funny because it's not like him, but he kind of had a fun little little deal. You could tell he'd been working on it, and Corey threw it out, and the crowd went crazy. Kind of a a fun little Seeger deal. I think Aaron. I think I want to send it to you, and I think we should just play it whenever we feel like it. Just put it on kind of a uh, like one of our drops, and we'll just play it. Uh, I was looking for. What was trending right now? I always kind of see what's what's what are the huge things trending in sports. Bochi, huge. Oh, even though national people telling us, oh, the ratings were horrible. Well, again, we don't we don't care. Oh, you got the Seager, Aaron. Yeah, it's pretty great. Okay, here we go. Uh, Aaron's always Johnny on the spot. Here was Corey Seager at the um, Rangers uh, uh, championship parade. Here was uh, what he had to say. Part, but 
I just got one thing to say, you know, everybody was wondering what would happen if the Rangers didn't win the World Series. I guess we'll never know. <laughs> Take that, Alex Bregman. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. And what was Bregman's? It was like wondering, oh, yeah, what – Everyone was wondering what would happen if the Astros didn't win the AL West, right. right? The division. And he said, I guess we'll never know. Oh, that is so great. It's just a response to Alex Bregman just feeding what we've always kind of enjoyed the Houston Dallas thing. Um, but, you know, you can't get a great rivalry going until both teams are, are good. And Houston's been good now for a long time, for like seven years. Before that, the Rangers were good, but Houston wasn't good. And now the Rangers and the Astros are good. I I like the Rangers' team, staff, everything moving forward a little bit more than the Astros. But as long as Altuve and Jordan Alvarez are on that team, they're going to be good. They're going to be good. They're going to make... They're going to find a way into the postseason. You got to deal with them, but I mean, I you just can't. I, the thing you kind of love about these things, Aaron, is like what we just witnessed for the last however month of the postseason. They can never take that away. Like 2010 and 11 were a lot of fun, but really the overreaching, you know, memory was what happened in uh, the 2011 game. Okay, it is time for us to. Uh, talk to Eric Nadell, the legendary voice of the Rangers. We talk to him next. Your leader in high school sports, ESPN, Central Texas. The Crawford Coaches Show with Greg Jacobs is brought to you by Bar None Country Store, Benchmark Mortgage, Crawford Booster Club, MP Electric, Security Bank of Texas. Coach, you get a big win last week against Moody. Defense played really well. What did you like about your performance on that side of the ball? Well, I thought uh, our intensity level was probably the best, I thought, uh, throughout the year. Uh, we were playing with a lot of confidence. Uh, we just had a couple of hiccups on special teams. But out of that, we played a pretty clean game, and I was really impressed with their effort. Um, I know you mentioned having some issues on special teams, but you did have a punt return for a touchdown. Uh, what did you like about the, the punt unit on that on that play? Brady Ward had a nice game for you running the ball. Um, how important has he been to the offense this season? Well, you know, Brady's got uh, He's improved each week. He's just running with a lot more confidence, a lot more intensity, uh, really focused, I think. Uh, really enjoying the game right now. Playing really hard. So, you know, he uh, continues to improve, and, and that really, uh, you know, is a positive aspect for our offense. What stands out about the Bosqueville team you're playing tonight? Central Texas. 
They do service right at MP Electric. Since 1996, MP Electric has serviced industrial, commercial, and residential accounts in the greater Central Texas area. MP Electric's trained and courteous electricians will solve your electrical problems quickly and professionally. Be one of the thousand satisfied customers in Central Texas. The next time you need an electrician, call Mark, Paul, Lisa, or John at 399-9895 or schedule your service call at mpelectric.net. When shopping for a home mortgage, Benchmark Mortgage, Waco, Central Texas, is ready to bring you home. Offering conventional VA, FHA, and USDA loan products for purchase and refinance transactions. Our team is committed to providing a first-class experience and united by the Benchmark core values. Success, relationship, dynamic, excellence, and positive attitude. We provide certainty in uncertain times. Benchmark Mortgage, Waco, Central Texas. Locally owned and operated by Adam Goldenberg. And MLS number 746474. With 20 years experience, visit adamgoldenberg.benchmark.us. The Crawford Booster Club is a nonprofit organization that supports all pirate and lady pirate athletic teams. Through the sale of Crawford apparel and a spring fundraiser, they're able to purchase needed items and products that are typically not in the school athletic budget. The Crawford Booster Club is proud of all the high school and junior high athletic teams, including football and baseball, boys and girls basketball, tennis, cross country, track and field, and golf, and girls volleyball and softball. They encourage all Crawford residents to go to the games, both home and on the road, and let the coaches and student athletes hear your support. Security Bank of Texas proudly brings together the best of tradition and business partnership. Their dedicated team of professionals takes the time to understand your needs so they can deliver the banking experience you deserve. Whether it's personal banking, business banking, or something in between, they've got you covered. As a bank rooted in tradition, they're proud to serve the communities of Bell, Bosque, Coriel, and McLennan counties. Experience banking as it should be. Stop by today and discover the difference with Security Bank of Texas. FDIC insured and equal housing lender. Your one stop for all farm and ranch supplies is Bar None Country Store. And when it's time to buy feed for all your animals, they're an official Purina dealer. Bar None Country Store also stocks deer protein, deer corn, and deer feeders, outdoor furniture, agriculture hardware, and Circle E and Tyler candles. Go by and say hello to Paula, Bobby, and the gang at Bar None Country Store, 7991 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, and at barnonecountrystore.com. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. All Around Maintenance is your complete janitorial and construction cleanup service. Whether you're looking for someone to clean your business or you need quick cleanup after a big construction, All Around Maintenance handles the nitty-gritty. We're real Central Texans, working with your schedule to satisfy your needs since 1996. We'll leave your office, school, restaurant, industrial facility, house of worship, or apartment complex spotless at an honest rate. Visit us today at allaroundmaintenance.net. That's allaroundmaintenance.net. Let us do the dirty work. Security Bank of Texas proudly brings together the best of tradition and business partnership. Their dedicated team of professionals takes the time to understand your needs so they can deliver the banking experience you deserve. Whether it's personal banking, business banking, or something in between, they've got you covered. As a bank rooted in tradition, they're proud to serve the communities of Bell, Bosque, Coriel, and McLennan counties. Experience banking as it should be. Stop by today and discover the difference with Security Bank of Texas. FDIC insured and equal housing lender. 
Joe Wimpy Agency Farmers Insurance has the experience to help you understand your coverage options, whether it's auto, home, life, or business insurance, or retirement planning. Joe Wimpy is a multi-time Agent of the Year award winner, and he's proud of his longtime connection to Baylor University. His brother Jerry played football for the Bears. Uncle W.J. Wimpy was Baylor chaplain for 50 years, and his son Bo played baseball for the Green and Gold. If you're looking for a new insurance quote, call or text Joe Wimpy Agency Farmers Insurance today, 972-771-8051. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. Oh, man, it is Matt Mosley, Matt Mosley Show. Eric Nadell, legendary voice of the Rangers, joining us now. Eric, you recognize that music as we we come on. Uh, Well, today uh, was the parade. They're estimating 500 to 700,000 folks were out there. Eric, is it is it uh, truly is it kind of hit you in waves? Has it has it truly set in that this actually happened? How how are you processing all of this? Well, hi Mo. I, I think today was the clincher to actually see all those people and ride in the parade and see the joy on the faces of so many hundreds of thousands of people. Uh, until that, you know, it wasn't really cemented in my brain that this really had happened. I know the last two days when I woke up, uh, I thought, oh, goodness, this this is real. It really is. Uh, <laughs> and today, seeing all those people out there, um, now now I'm convinced. Although today <laughs> itself seemed like a dream that, that so many people would turn out you know, to recognize what this Ranger team was able to accomplish this year. How did you celebrate? And congratulations, by the way. I'm you know, so happy for you after those years of coming so close, 2011, to get to call that. And it was a great call, by the way. Uh, and everybody in the world has heard it now, and it was just so well done and so natural. But uh, what, was the, uh, what was your celebration like with your radio crew? Did you all uh, did you raise a glass? I, uh, I, I would imagine you didn't. Y'all didn't drink as much as some, but uh, what was the uh, what was the initial celebration like? Well, we celebrated in the booth. Jared had brought a bottle of champagne. He doesn't believe in jinxes. Um, I I do, so I didn't bring a bottle of champagne. You know, I brought one in St. Louis in 2011 for games six and seven, and I vowed after that I'm never going to be the one to bring champagne again. But Jared did, and so we we drank some in the booth before we went back to the hotel, and then. There was an open bar at the hotel for everybody with the Rangers. So we celebrated uh, together with the Ranger front office, all the Ranger players and all their wives and families. And it was amazing. Went on until about two in the morning. And, you know, Arizona time, we're two hours behind. So, you know, we got started up there at about right about 1130 and uh, went till about two. And, uh, yeah, there were some there were some beverages consumed. <laughs> In those moments after you made the call, and even you know after you went off the air, was there what were the what did you think about? Was there were there any of those things that just kind of flooded back to you? And I mean, I, I would imagine you think about some of the players, some of the people you've worked with. Uh, you know, obviously Mark and and uh, losing him all those years ago. But is there any what were the what were the couple things that really were at the f- forefront of your mind when you kind of started? thinking about and, and processing it? 
Well, I thought a lot about Mark Holtz, you know, all through the playoffs, and I certainly thought about him, you know, right after right after the game was over. And I thought about Tom Grieve, you know, who retired before this season, but at least he's still around. He's been going to all the games. I thought about the other people who have worked for the team for so long. Um, Rich Price, who we call Hoggy, who's been there since 1977, working in the various clubhouses and uh, in the umpires' room. And, you know, some of the other people in the organization, Chuck Morgan, of course, you know, the PA announcer. And, you know, all of, uh, all of the people who have followed the Rangers, you know, there's three generations of Ranger fans now who had never seen this team win. And, you know, it was just unbelievable to think about how many, how many people that is, you know, just in terms of the, the messages that I get on social media. You know, I know that there's all kinds of families and, you know, there's new fans who don't remember the nightmare of 2011. Uh, and then there's old fans who go all the way back to 1972 when the Rangers came. And how do you, uh, you know, how, how do you process the fact that these people finally have some, you know, true baseball joy and satisfaction and can look at their team as champions? You know, they'll, they'll, I think they'll never look at the Rangers the same way again. You know, your call, I, I love that. You're you're not dreaming, talking, addressing Rangers fans. I mean, it was, uh, I just kind of wonder, like, in some ways you've thought about that call for for many, many years, but you, you also have to kind of represent in the moment. You can't really, you know, you might have in your mind what you might like to say or what it might sound like a little bit, but um, but it was just so cool because it seemed organic. And um, and then to watch Spores, you know, throw that glove down and you're kind of watching all that um, take us through those moments. I mean, I guess that's when you just tune everything out. You're so into the game. You're not really thinking about, oh, let's make an iconic call here. You're just you're just trying to capture that moment. How, what were those moments kind of leading up to it? And then when you got to do it, I just I can't imagine how exhilarating that was. Yeah, you know, Mo, I, I had thought about it during the day. Levi Weaver was doing, uh, was working on a piece that's going to be in the Athletic tomorrow morning uh, about the fact that I've been here for 45 years, and you know, this is the first time that I've had a chance to make this call. And he got me thinking a lot. You know, we went to breakfast on the morning of Game Five, and he got me thinking a lot about, you know, what the call should be. And, you know, what I wanted to include in it. And the thing that just kept coming to me during the day was that I didn't feel like any of it was real. I, I really did feel like I was in a dream all day because I'd already concluded the Rangers were winning the World Series. Once we won game four and we were ahead three games to one. And, yeah, of course, uh, nothing's guaranteed. But, you know, at that point, I figured, you know, not even the Texas Rangers, you know, can blow this. And... <laughs> You know, this is this is it. You know, we've we've won this thing and it didn't seem real. It seemed like a dream. And I thought, you know, I should incorporate that into the call to, to tell Ranger fans that they are not dreaming. And that was the one thing that I wanted definitely to include in the call, um, along with recognizing that it had been 52 years that, you know, some of these Ranger fans had gone without a championship. Eric Nadell joined the Matt Mosley Show, ESP in Central Texas. Adolis Garcia, 
a postseason for the ages. I mean, this really truly was the greatest maybe in Major League Baseball history. I mean, the RBI record, and he didn't even play in games four and five, but when you look back at it, the emotion, everything he brought, he was the guy. I mean, Seager brought it home, obviously, the World Series, but Adoles in game one, in the ALCS, obviously, um, it's it's remarkable. No Ranger had ever done anything quite like this and and I mean it's just it's one of the greatest runs in Major League Baseball history and I just I what was it like for you Eric to watch it play out and to just watch him do it over and over again even in these hostile environments like in Houston where everybody was all over him throughout the game yeah it seemed the bigger the moments the, the more he rose to the occasion and I, he was just made he was just made for those big moments. And it was just incredible watching him do that. Um, and then, of course, when he went down and we found out that he wasn't going to play the rest of the way, and it was something the Rangers had to do all year, they needed to step up when somebody got hurt. Um, but this was, you know, this was seemingly a little different because he had been so dominant in the postseason. As it turned out, somebody stepped up big time and that person was Marcus Simeon who up until that point, you know, had had a terrible postseason. And for, if he were going to have three big games, there was no bigger time to do it than the last three games when you don't have a Garcia anymore. You know, what could be better timing than that? And, and what is it about the, the knockout blow that this team loves so much? I mean, it's like it's not easy to hit these home runs, right? But their sense of, okay, now it's time to knock this team out. You just brought up Simeon. He did it to the D-backs the other night, you know, to make it 5 nothing. But it's just the sense of time. Even on those first home runs, Seager had one. Um, was it game six against the Astros that kind of set the tone? Okay. Okay, let's calm this thing down. Everybody's going to be okay. And then he did what he did in game one. The sense of timing for this team in the heroics, you think, well, they've run out of heroics. But yet they never did. It, it, it kept happening game after game in this postseason. It did. And, you know, different guys did it. Seeger did it. Uh, Josh Young very quietly hit 350 in the World Series. <laughs> and over 300 for the whole postseason, you know, as a raw rookie. Evan Carter also, I mean, just ridiculous. The guy hitting 300, setting a major league record for doubles in postseason. The first major leaguer ever to have nine doubles. And the kid is 21 years old and, you know, barely played a week in AAA and less than a month in the big leagues before the postseason. Uh, it's, how do you explain it? You really can't. Golly, well, it's uh, it, it it's amazing, and when you think about all the players you mentioned, so the pitching, Avaldi became the story, and five and O, first p- player in Major League history to do that. It's crazy how many records were broken by this team. Everything they had to go through this year, and then Montgomery and Avaldi just become monsters. Right. I mean, even in this rotation that was supposed to have these other huge names, it was Montgomery and Evaldi, and they were enough. And you kind of pieced things together around them. 
Heaney did some good things along the way. John Gray emerged as a big time, you know, pitcher kind of later in the in the in the you know things. But Montgomery and Evaldi, um, I mean, they will go down as two of the greats. And hey, who knows? Montgomery might not be with us that that long. Uh, but it was unbelievable the impact he made. Yeah, the two those two guys won all four games in the league championship series against the Astros. <laughs> Montgomery winning the last game in relief, but you know, that's all four victories. And, you know, in the postseason, the starter doesn't get to the decision that often anyway, because those guys usually don't pitch that deep into the games. And then for Nate to come out after not having a good outing in game one of the world series and come out with the game that he had in the clincher in game five with people all over the bases through the first five innings and every single time making the big pitch that he needed to get out of it, you know, that was, that was truly impressive that uh, he could make the big pitch time after time. And it's consistent with what he did in the regular season. You know, with, we have looked up the numbers and with men in scoring position in the regular season, opposing batters hit just 163 against him. And he continued that in the postseason. And that's not easy to do. You're facing the best hitters in the league, the best teams in the league. And, you know, he did just as well. And Montgomery did just as well as he did during the regular season. That's that's really hard. And for the bullpen to hold up like it did after that had been such a huge story, all those blown saves. Eric, you've even on bad teams, you wouldn't see that many blown saves where you blow half your opportunities. Um, you, you know, you rarely, if ever, see anything like that. And then in the postseason, they come up as big as they did. And Spores emerges as your best. You're locked down. Best guy out of the bullpen. Um, I, 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 w- I don't think a month ago or a month and a half, whenever it was, two months ago, we would have th- thought Spores would be some kind of hero for this team, and yet he absolutely was. Yeah, I mean, it was more likely that Spores would, would go on waivers or have to get released. He was out of options. The Rangers couldn't send him down to the minors, and he kept getting hurt, you know, and he kept having these really bad spells of three or four games. and. To, to think that he was the guy who gave up one run the whole postseason and closed out the last game by pitching over two innings, you know, on a night where they really needed to not use Jose Leclerc because he had pitched two nights in a row. And it was, again, another one of the improbable things that happened. And, yeah, how about going 11-0 and on the road? for a team that had a losing record on the road during the regular season and didn't score well on the road during the regular season. You know, they scored well under uh, a run per game less than they did at home. And in the postseason, all of a sudden, they're, they're scoring runs like crazy and not giving up anything. It, you know, it, it doesn't make any sense. But finally, I think the baseball gods smiled on the Rangers. And you saw that in the last game, too. In some of these opportunities, when Arizona had scoring chances, they hit the ball really hard, but right at people. And the Rangers wind up, you know, getting a leadoff hit from Corey Seager to start the rally that gave them the only run they needed, as it turned out, with a little cue shot, you know, that might have gone 40 miles an hour just inside the bag at third base to break up the no hitter and get that rally started. You know, the the Rangers, you know, in that game certainly got the kind of breaks that they didn't get during the 2011 World Series when just a, a break or two you know, would have allowed them to win the World Series. 
this thing seems built to last for a little bit, the way this thing has been constructed by Chris Young. I I mean, you got to give Ray Davis a lot of credit, but, I mean, they really could be firing away. But as we know, you only get so many chances. So this one, Eric, like, they can't ever take this away from the Rangers. You know, that's what's so great about it. There's so many things. We look back on those unbelievable runs in 2010 and 2011. It was fun. We loved it. But they didn't complete it. And so when you complete it, you know, hey, hopefully you fire away at this thing again a few times. But this one can never go away. But, but Eric, this thing is set up. And Bochy, you know, sounds like he wants to give it another go. Um, and, the, and to get the right manager in here, that's another enormous story with uh with Bochi, I mean, I, I just, I don't, you know, you, you, you just can't say enough good things, and everything he kept doing seemed to work. But there's just something about Eric, his temperament, that seems to permeate through that clubhouse, and I, I don't know if we've ever seen anything quite like it. Ron certainly had a way with the players, but Bochi had the credibility in all the things he'd done in the past. And it just seemed to work with this team. Yeah, I mean, he has a calm, he has a calm assertiveness uh, combined with kind of a magic touch for making those key decisions as to who should bat where or who should come out of the game, you know, as the starting pitcher and, and when to replace him and with whom. Uh, and when you're talking about the future, the fact that Bochi is here is a big factor. You know, players are going to want to play here. Mm. Now that they know that Bochi is here, players are going to want to play here. Now that they know they're joining a championship caliber team that has a very deep farm system, you know, some, some young stars in the minors we haven't even seen yet, like Wyatt Langford, who just tore up the minor leagues after being the first round draft choice this year, you know, get a whole year out of Evan Carter. And yeah, the Rangers need to add to their pitching staff specifically in the bullpen. Um, But they're going to go after whatever big names are out there. You know, they're going to do their best to re-sign Jordan Montgomery. I'd be really surprised if he doesn't return because he loves pitching for Mike Maddox. Everybody does. And, you know, it's my guess the Rangers are going to make a major run at Shohei Otani. And, you know, Mitch Garver's contract is up. He's a free agent. You know, if the Rangers can get Otani, uh, look at what that does to the Ranger lineup. You know, how does it look hitting, hitting Otani, you know, behind or Garcia in the cleanup spot. I mean, it's it's unbelievable. And now that the Rangers have won, and that they have Bochi, you know, they've got a serious chance to get any free agent they decide to go after. Wow, it is amazing. Well, Eric, I uh, you were an inspiration to us this year. Some of the things you were going through, and then to get back, and then go on this run. I know you loved your teammates, and they were kind of there for you, but. Boy, to come back and have the courage, uh, and 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 to get to get on there and 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 do your thing, we were so happy for you. Um, when did you when did you how did you get to the point, Eric, this year where you just knew, okay, I'm ready, I'm ready to get back and do what I've done for so many years. Was there, what, did it did it happen over a couple of weeks period, or was there like a day you said, okay, I can, I feel like I can, I can do this. It happened over a period of a couple of weeks where, you know, I started thinking that, you know, my mental acuity had gotten back to where I could probably do it, but I wanted to test it. And I actually went out and did a half a dozen games or so 
into uh, into the mid into the air as a make believe broadcast from my own booth out at the ballpark. It was like I did when I was you know in high school, uh, making believe I was a broadcaster to learn how to do it and to practice doing it. And I basically did that. I did a half a dozen games, and it was you know around the fifth game I started thinking this is now good enough that it's you know it meets my it meets my standard of excellence and i wasn't going to come back if i couldn't do that and so the fifth game i told john blake my boss i i think i just need one more game and then you know and then i think i'm ready to go and that and that's how it worked out and fortunately the rangers were really patient and you know they were willing to wait and so i was back you know back in early august to to do the last couple of months and and the whole playoff run well, it's been an awesome run. Love listening to you. We're uh, one of the Rangers affiliates in Central Texas, and so everybody loved hearing from you. What do you do now? Do you uh, go, go on a little trip? Are you going to go to the beach? What are, what, are your, what are your thoughts? Do you have a, a trip planned or anything, or are you just going to kind of veg out for a little bit? I don't. I think I'm going to veg for a while, uh, see a lot of live music. I started last night. You know, I went to the Kessler Theater, my favorite venue, and saw one of my favorite singer-songwriters named Martin Sexton. Uh, if people aren't familiar with him, they should check him out. He's, he's kind of an under-the-radar guy, although he's been around for a while. He's very bluesy. You know, it's almost a Dr. John, Seth Walker sort of vibe he's got going. But he's, he's, really, he's really a great entertainer. And he opened his concert with We Are the Champions. And that was phenomenal. And the crowd just went absolutely crazy. And Queen also played in Dallas Uh last night. And in their encore set, they did We Are the Champions and and came out in Ranger jersey. So uh, it's so great to see uh, see musicians recognize that. A lot of musicians are really into baseball, as we know. Eric, thank you so much. Thank you for making the time and just know how excited we are for you and the whole organization. But uh, have, a, uh, have a great one, and uh, I appreciate you. Thanks, Mo. Anytime. All right, there he goes. Eric Nadell joining the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Been a great friend for many, many years, going back to my Dallas radio days and just uh, – I just, I'm kind of like, uh, I was like a little kid when I met Eric Nadell the first time. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is the guy. This is the guy I listened to when I was a kid. And he turns out he's just the prince of a guy. He's just, you know, the easiest guy in the world. A lot of baseball people, especially sports writers. And, you know, we had Galloway on. He's a lot of fun. But a lot of sp- baseball creates because it's a day after day after day. To, it, it, it creates a lot of stress in uh Eric fought some uh, mental health issues to start the season, and he got back in there in August. And uh, what a, an amazing thing to even uh, – I, I have not uh, – maybe somebody's written about that, but to hear about Eric doing those uh, make-believe games or, or – uh, I mean, I guess he was actually doing the games. He was just in a booth uh, doing it out into the air. Nobody was really recording it and uh, felt like he was ready to go. Uh, after about five of those games. So amazing stuff from Eric Nadell uh, on the Matt Mosley Show. Aaron and I will be back to wrap up the show for uh, our uh, dismount 
That is next. Your leader in high school sports, ESPN, Central Texas. This Bosqueville Coaches Show with Clint Zander is brought to you by Saddle Creek Dental. Bosqueville dropped a 48-6 decision to Valley Mills on Friday. Coach, your offense has been plagued by turnovers this season. I'm guessing that Friday's wet conditions wasn't much help in getting that cured. Uh, you're right. You're right. Uh, really, uh, the wind played a factor as well. Uh, you know, we just we threw a couple interceptions that kid was open and the wind blew the ball the wrong way. Yeah. <laughs> you know, just kind of one of those things. And uh, we were running the ball early and then once we got behind, they started bringing some pressure and moving people and kind of affected us. Uh, just kind of got behind the eight ball early and, and couldn't couldn't get things rolling. Watching the highlights, looked like your defense gave up just too many explosive plays. They did. They did. Uh, you know, I thought we had a pretty decent plan at stopping some things, but then we we didn't tackle very well either, and and that was a major issue. They got a pretty pretty big back and uh, we just didn't tackle didn't run our feet and uh, made for extra yards that we shouldn't have given up well the season comes to an end on friday you've got a home game against riesel i'm sure your seniors would like to end the year on a winning note uh, no doubt you know and uh, obviously riesel's a, a dang good ball team and so that's going to be a challenge for us but uh, you know we had a good day of practice yesterday had to be in the gym uh, but, you know, I feel like everybody's still locked in and, and trying to reach the same goal. We just got to overcome some some of our own issues as far as turning the ball over and not tackling well, and hopefully we can play a good ball game and, and see what happens. ESPN Central Texas. The only dentist in the Bosqueville Independent School District is Saddle Creek Dental. Since 2007, doctors Dodd Moore and Jacob Moore have helped patients of all ages while providing them with personalized, gentle care they deserve. They offer laser dentistry, cosmetic fillings, single-day crowns, Invisalign clear aligners, and dental implants. Emergency care and conscious sedation is available. Schedule an appointment today. Saddle Creek Dental, 10104 Saddle Creek Drive and at SaddleCreekDental.com. Good luck, Bosqueville Bulldogs. Save thousands of dollars on a new or used boat at Marineland Boating Center's Fall Clearance Sale. Marineland is now your local dealer for Mercury motor-powered national bestsellers, Tracker, Sun Tracker, Nitro, and Tahoe. So we're clearing out our previous inventory, and many of our boats are now priced at dealer invoice cost. You won't find these prices anywhere else. Or you can be one of the first to buy a new 2024 model Tracker with a powerful Mercury motor. Only at Marineland Boating Center, I-35 and Loop 340. Marineland Boating Center is an authorized WRNG boat dealer. Are you ready to elevate your Waco experience to a whole new level? Look no further than the Baylor Club, where you can indulge in one-of-a-kind luxury and unwind in our exclusive lounge area. Located in the heart of McLean Stadium, this elite club offers a five-star member atmosphere for all your work and play needs. With a master culinary team and outstanding hospitality, we take pampering to a whole new level. For interest in membership or to schedule your next private event, call 254-710-8080. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. When we say at UBO Business Services that we are the premier service provider for Rico, Xerox, Conic Minolta, Canon, Kisser, and Lexmark copiers and printers, we are not blowing hot air. One way we quantify our status as the best is an independent company used by millions of organizations called Net Promoter Score. It is the most consistent way to rank brand loyalty and customer service. 
A score of 70% or better is considered world-class. UBO score is an 86. Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or ubeo.com. Stay close. The Dismount with Matt Mosley is coming up on ESPN Central Texas. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. Combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixings. They welcome phone-in orders at their town west or downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. It's time now for the Dismount on the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. Oh, it is the Dismount. Aaron, I just had one of our today's guests call me and he thought of some more stories. (laughs) Oh, man, what a day it's been. Nadell, the parade. Uh... It's just been so great and so fun. And to have the legend like Eric on, wow. Um, All right, everybody, have a great one. We'll be with you tomorrow starting at about 10.30 a.m. on our ESPN Central Texas kickoff show brought to you by the Office of Baylor Alumni. Everybody have a great night, and we will talk to you tomorrow morning. Good night, everybody. This is the Modern Media Big 12 Blitz. Modern Media, your full-service advertising agency. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Everybody, it's time for a check of Big 12 football on the Friday. Modern Media Big 12 Blitz. Coming up, it is Bedlam tomorrow in Stillwater. Could it be the final matchup between Oklahoma and Oklahoma State for the foreseeable future? Details straight ahead on today's Modern Media Big 12 Blitz. Baylor Scott and White, Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics. The team physicians for Baylor.